another week, another talk nerdy. Oh, oh, yeah, <laughs> big week. We got a lot to unpack this week. Uh, we got some, uh, we got some MLB season awards. They're finally all done. Yes, sir. Thank fucking Christ. Then in the NHL, we got the power rankings. Over in the NBA, we got the usual power rankings, deep threes, um, possible trivia. We'll see. <laughs> Then over the NFL, we got the Week 10 recap, injuries, other headlines. Uh, we got segments, and we got uh, the Week 11 pickums. Then in, and then in pop culture for movies, we got the new Spider-Man No Way Home trailer. A lot to dive into there. Also, we got a ton of stuff to drop for Disney Plus Day. And for music, a returning segment. And we break down all too well. And obviously, more jams of the week with that. So with that, Ryan, take it away. Look at this. That is a naked beer. It's a naked beer. It's a naked beer. I'm holding it and my hands are freezing. Yeah. And yeah. condensation's making it slippery. And honestly, I just need a koozie. Yeah, I mean, you drop the beer. Number one, you lose your beer. That's like the worst. It's the worst. Then you got glass all over the floor. Yeah. Or you got a can that you got to pick up and a mess yeah. you got to clean up. And you, and you lose a beer. Yeah. And you lose a you, beer. You know how you present, prevent that? Koozies. Koozies. I don't... I want to reach for one, but it's very far out of reach, so I'm not going to. But Warm I had if I if I spent seven bucks to get a really super cool koozie to put on that beer, it would be ten times better. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So if, if you're if you find yourself in the same issue, uh, don't worry, we have the koozie for you. DM us seven dollars a piece. Let's get into it. Yeah. Before we get into it, Ryan, how you doing, man? You remember? I know. Wow. <laughs> oh, that's crazy. <laughs> I'm, I actually don't have no response because I'm just. Shocked. You just didn't think I was gonna say. I was ready. I was so ready to bust you on it. Um, I'm doing good though. We're recording on Thursday instead of a Wednesday. Yeah. Um, yeah. So Thursday night football is going on, about to start. Um, I grabbed the six pack for it. I'm ready to be a be a do guy things and just drink. Yeah. Yeah. And watch football. Man stuff. And talk sports. Yeah. And Taylor Swift. Yeah. <laughs> I'll get to that. <laughs> um, how are you doing? Uh, I'm doing all right, man. Um, do you know what time of year it is, dude? Where... Wedding season. No, no, no. Where the fucking... You can put the beer outside on the porch. Oh, that's the best. And it's fucking just an outside nature refrigerator. Yeah. No, I... I it's the amazing. Last, the last couple weeks I've been yeah. doing that. But I've been like... <laughs> like, like not the last couple weeks. I haven't been like boozing at house parties. Yeah. But... I went to a, my one friend's house like two weeks ago. Yeah. And literally, instead of stuff in the fridge, we had all our individual <laughs> cases out on their back porch. Dude, it just reminds me of the fucking college days where it would just be the balcony. It was just like cases, cases of beer. It just great. took up the entire bench out there. It was fantastic. Great. I loved it. Because <laughs> you're always like... It's always like, what's everybody drinking tonight? And it's like, go look outside. <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty sure I wrote our, our pledge song out on the balcony and I... Have uh, extra gold in the lyrics because I was looking <laughs> at a case of extra gold that someone had. I think Tanner just had Aww. sitting on the balcony. He loved the extra gold. Yeah, so I think it was Tanner's case, and I was just <laughs> looking at it. I was like, oh, I'm through that. That, that rhymes. Kevin Spacey absolutely wrecked the extra gold every weekend. And I never understood it. It was just the cheapest case, so they got it. Yeah. No, and I was just great. like, dude, it's so, gotta be so bad. But, anyways, let's get started here. 
First up, miscellaneous sports, college miscellaneous football. sports. College football, pit one in overtime. Great win. Has been alleged game of the year. From, from Big Cat? <laughs> yeah. I, I also, I would like to say I also bet on that. You did? I, I bet uh, that night I was at the Pens game. Yeah. I threw uh, 50 on the on the uh, pit mm-hmm. and 50 on the Pens. Pens won shootout. Nice. And uh, both money, a money line, and then for Pitt, I did the spread, <clears throat> which the spread wasn't going to hit until it went to overtime. We won by a touchdown. Yeah. So I fucking, I, I'm right, I was right there with uh, Big Cat. Kenny Pickett for Heisman, man. I, I was saying to my friends earlier, I don't really necessarily care if he wins. I just want, I him, just want him to be a finalist. Yeah. Just want him in the room. I just want him to be like disgust. TV time. Oh, yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, no, yeah, he he's great. Uh, our team's great. I mean, my brother texted me the other day. Rob asked me if I wanted to go to uh, Charlotte for the ACC championship. Wow, that'd be kind of sweet. That'd be sweet, but I just can't. I don't have any days yeah. like PTO left, oh, wow. so I can't like. It's tough. Unless I'm gonna go fly Saturday morning, yeah. go to the game at night, and fly back on Sunday. Ugh. That just I, like it's definitely mm. possible, but I just don't have the stamina to do that. I'd yeah. rather just sit in someone's house on Saturday and watch it and drink, mm-hmm. you know. Um. Do you think the Steelers should go for Kenny Pickett? Because uh, he could theoretically like be at on the draft board whenever we're up. See, I don't know if he's going to though, because he he's gonna be a top ten pick. You think? I he's projected right now to be a top ten. Really? Yeah. And I didn't think he was in the top ten. I thought he was like I thought it was the guy from Ole Miss that was uh, Coral or Coral. yeah, but like as number one, but like. I think he's still going to be. They're still projecting to be a top ten. Every board I was looking at was having uh, like a quarterback go in the top ten, but only one. Like pretty much everybody's getting like defensive men, which makes sense because you think about last last year, a lot of the bottom teams who were still bottom teams got yeah, the quarterback. They exactly. had to build up. Yeah. Um, but like, if Detroit's down there, they'll probably go for the old Miss guy. Yeah, probably. They won't stick with Jared Goff. They could. They could. I mean, it would. It wouldn't. They be could, but I don't think. I don't think that'd be smart. I think. I think you. I think you go first. If you have an early round pick and you go, you go uh, quarterback. If you can be the first quarterback off the board, you go for that and do the whole sit behind Jared Goff while we build up, and then rest of the picks you go for building up. Unless it's like a holy shit receiver for the Lions, because like DeAndre Swift. I mean, granted, we don't know about any like repercussions of the charges against them. I thought he was totally in the clear on that. Was he? I don't know. Yeah, I, I could swear. So I, I thought it was one of those things where it's like we're gonna table it to the off season. I have no. Evidence besides <laughs> the fact that I could have swore I heard someone say yeah. that he's completely free. Okay. Whether it's on a podcast or like me talking to someone else yeah. who like another one of our buddies like like sports, I don't remember what I remember hearing recently. He's totally in the clear. If he is free, maybe go for a receiver. I mean, I don't know. I think kind of, I think if you keep building that line with uh, Pennisuel and then yeah. someone else like True. early pick. I mean, you could like that's the thing. You could roll if you're in the line shoes. You could roll with Goff for a little bit. Yeah. Like, you don't have any expectations. But if you think, like, that old Miss guy is going to be, uh, like, once-in-a-lifetime generational talent, Go Jared Goff is not a bad – I know I said all the time on here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably tired of it. Sit behind this like, guy. Like, I sit behind this guy as we rebuild, and then you take over. Like, Alex Smith was that guy. Yeah. Tyrod Taylor is that guy. Jared Goff's, like, the same level as them. I just hope if Kenny Pickett does go not to the Steelers, it's not to a division rival or the – well, it wouldn't well, be the Patriots, but... Well, I don't think it would be a division rival either. I think Baker's set, Burrow's set, and Lamar's set. <laughs> Jets, they want to move on from Zach Wilson and go <laughs> Kenny Pickett. 
Um, I'd be actually concerned for Kenny Pickett if he went to the Jets. I'd be like, this means he's going to fucking, he's going to stink. I'm trying to think of the bottom teams right now. Yeah. Yeah. Panthers. They won't, I mean, they have. Cam? They have Cam (laughs) and Sam Darnold. I mean, Sam Darnold's done after this year. He's done in the NFL. Yeah, probably. There's too much against them. Uh, the Eagles. Oh, that'd be cruel. That'd be cruel to Hurts. Yeah, about uh, sticking with that division. What if like the Washington Giants. football team? They probably won't finish that at high. Giants or football team? And pretty much anybody in that division but the Cowboys. Yeah, pretty much. Because <laughs> because they done contracts cool. close. His contract's almost done, right? The Giants could be cool for Kenny Pickett. Yeah, obviously, I'd rather have yeah, yeah, yeah. him Steelers, but him in a Giants uniform picture in my head right now looks pretty yeah, sweet. Yeah, it does. The two it gloves. Does. The two gloves with the gloves. NY and the G on the uh, other one. Dude, I can see that like working out with him, Saquon. Maybe he builds something with Kenny Galladay if they keep him. Yeah. I like it. I like and it. Tony, what's his name? Something Tony. It's either rookie receiver. He's a rookie receiver. The Giants oh, player. Kadarius Tony. Yeah. 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 Then they got like Sterling Shepard still and all them fuckers. Yeah. Uh, but anyways, let's move on. Wait, to, college football playoffs. Have, oh yeah, on. we should probably talk about that too. So number, <laughs> so one through four. Right now, if the playoffs happened today. It'd be obviously Georgia. Georgia's killing it. Mm-hmm. Obviously Alabama. Alabama's killing it. Oregon's killing it. Ohio State's killing it. Right outside top four, which they will never ever do. Cincinnati criminal. And I, was, I started talking about this off the pod. And I said I'm just gonna actually stop and just start talking about on the pod. Yeah. I understand. I think they should be top forwards because of how good they've been for the last few years and they keep getting snubbed. Mm-hmm. But I also understand the snub. They're not in a Power 5 conference. Yeah. They have only played like Notre Dame all year. They've been, their rest of their conference is like a bunch of like shitty other teams. I think they mm-hmm. played Notre Dame and someone else is a Power 5, like big time blue blood. Uh, but when you're looking like at these, all the other teams or in these fan bases and stuff like that, like you'd make way more money. Hear me out. If it's not going to be Georgia Cincinnati first game, because that's going to be no one's going to watch that because Georgia's just going to demolish them. Two thoughts. One, I feel like every ten and zero team, if if they go ten and zero or whatever, oh, if they go undefeated in the season, they should be automatically in the playoffs. I think so. If they're no matter power, who they played, I agree. If they're in a Power Five conference, Cincinnati yeah. is in like a sub tier conference, American whatever league. Yeah. Second thought. What if they did a play in? tournament with the four and five seed or the four and whoever the fucking fan vote is or some bullshit i don't know yeah i i think the only way the only way they can uh, the only thing they should do is fucking wish they everyone says expand it just give it an eight team or yeah. something like that yeah because be then because so cool. someone had did have a okay mm-hmm. the final four can all get a buy the first four can all get a buy yeah then like, you say kind of play like there's a player here, playing there, playing there, playing there, just to see who plays eight, before. Eight and five, so, seven and six. Yeah. And, like, that would make a lot more sense, I mm. think. Yeah, I think so, too. And, and, and I feel like I heard recently. And then would you do what? So if you had that, you would have six teams, and then you go one, six, two, five, three, four. Yeah. Yeah. That could work. I'm three not... games. And then... Well, then, no, because then you'd have a predicament later, because you'd have three teams winning that. So you have three teams. And I'm looking at two. Hey, here's the yeah, here's the exact model that I saw that makes the most sense. Let me see. I'm handing it off to you, so you're gonna see it. So you got the eight and nine. Okay, so you got twelve teams. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, this guy's Cincinnati in the top four. So you got okay. Your fours are on a buy. Yeah, one through four is on a buy. 
than the winners of those games play those. Okay. Yes, it is 12, yeah. yeah. And then you have another eight that play each other to see who gets in the top four. Plays the top four. Okay. Well, you basically have two brackets. And you're trying to fill them. Yeah, that works. Brackets. That works. So that makes, works. So it'd be 12 teams. Then. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. I like it. And then Just obviously, I, I, yeah, absolutely. Because... You can see. I get they'll give the top four or something, but like it shouldn't be just top four. Well, the thing is, isn't Georgia playing Bama this week? It's either this week or next. Week. It's, it's coming gonna, up. It, it's looming. <laughs> yeah, it's looming. So like, if Alabama loses, then that's two losses. You can't keep them in the playoffs at that point. But they can't because Alabama's Alabama. But that'd be that'd be criminal to Cincinnati if they're undefeated. But yeah, the one thing you gotta consider though is like. What's this? There's so many goddamn. There's like hundreds and hundreds yeah. of teams qualified to do like to make this. Mm-hmm. You have to look at who they play, the strength of the team they're playing. Yeah. So if like a loss to Georgia, if you're Alabama, a loss to Georgia means a hell of a lot less than a win to Cincinnati when they're beating up on like Dayton. Yeah. And, you know, or like or like Kent State. <laughs> I don't. I don't think they've had a two-loss team in the playoffs though. I. Uh, I don't know. They're good this year because there's a lot of teams I've lost. Yeah, that, that, all the like literally three every, of the four top teams have a loss. Yeah, like everyone's losing <laughs> this year. Like for example, like Ohio State still in, even though they lost because they lost to Oregon, who's ahead of them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like so, like it, it, it just like that's what sucks about like college sports. There's so many that you have to look at. It would make more sense if Bama beat Georgia. Georgia moved to the three seed. Bama moved to the one. Then you have Georgia playing. What would it be? Oregon and then Ohio State playing Alabama. Yeah, that would make the most sense to fuck over Cincinnati. What week is it? Oh wait, Georgia. Yeah, Georgia doesn't play Alabama until the uh, SEC championship. I forgot they're in different. Oh, okay, I forgot. I should have yeah. known that they're in different uh, divisions. Oh, okay. Um, like Georgia's over with like Florida and shit like that. Yeah, and then uh, Alabama's like LSU. Okay. And, yeah, like how in ACC, how Pitt's gonna win our division. Mm-hmm. Um, with a big win against Virginia this weekend. Let's go. Uh, and then Wake Forest is going to win theirs, so we're, <clears throat> we're going to play each other in the, what's it called? All right. Finals. Anything else for college football? Uh, no. All right. Oh, Pitt's 18. Pitt's 18. They're 19 or 20 on the AP polls, and then uh, college football pr- playoff rankings are 18. Okay. Um, MLB. First up, Noah Syndergaard signed a one-year deal with the Angels worth $21 million. Uh, Def was saying he was going to stay with the Mets, so fuck him. Yeah, he was basically like saying, like, no way, I'm not a Met. This next year, we're going to get this, this contract stuff negotiated. Yeah. No other public news. Next thing you know, signs with the Angels. So, I feel like the Angels are just a team where, like, they keep signing big-name players, but they never do anything with it. We'll get to it in a second. It's just like a weird limbo. We're, we'll get to it in a second. Yeah. The Angels literally have two MVPs on their roster. Yeah. But um, no one else. <laughs> And, and Albert Pujols. <laughs> and then uh, Verlander's re-signs with the Astros to a one-year, $25 million deal. Not bad. Uh, the, I mean, Verlander's not that great anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Carlos Correa is seeking a contract that is bigger than Francisco Lindor's $341 million contract. Apparently, the, the Yankees have been in talk with him. The Red Sox have been in talk have. with him. Like, all the big market big yeah. teams have been in talks. The teams that can afford it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I'm pretty sure I didn't have this. I don't have this in notes, but I'm pretty sure the Yankees GM, because there's a lot of news like surrounding him and him and Carlos Correa. Yeah, he like kind of like shut rumors down by saying we'd rather spend money on like other players than a <laughs> shortstop. Like, and we can plug in a good defensive shortstop in. We don't need like 
That's cold. We don't need to spend a bunch of money on Carlos Correa for this. And then um, Toronto extends pitcher Jose Barrios to a seven-year, $131 million deal. Um, what do yeah. you got? Uh, not much. I mean, Barrios is a great pitcher this year, so that works. That's a good deal. Okay. Okay. Um, and then the Mets hire Billy Epler. As oh, a- wait. Sorry. My bad. I forgot, I forgot to pull, look at the stats. Just letting you know who would it. I, sorry. Uh, just quick stats about Barrios. Sorry. I was looking for a whole different thing. Myself. No, you're good. You're good. Um, he, they got him at the deadline. And he, it's the last season between both the Twins and the Blue Jays, who they got from the deadline. Uh, Barrios has a 3.52 ARA, 204 strikeouts in 192 innings in 32 starts. That's very solid numbers. Um, I definitely think he's worth paying. It's because, especially because the Blue Jays had like built a lot last year. Yeah. So like, I like this got to keep the momentum and like pitching staffs like a huge part of it. Exactly. Yeah, sorry. I was looking at uh, last week's notes. No, you're good. You're for good. a future segment coming up. Then uh, the Mets hire Billy Epler as their general manager. He was previously with the Angels as the general manager and the Yankees as assistant general manager. Yeah, I don't think it's a bad move. He's super young and he has a lot of experience for being super young. Mm. Um, I just, at the same time that he was the Angels GM. Yeah. And, and we all, I, I always complain how the Angels are literally from LA and they never do anything. <laughs> they have like Shohei Tawny and... Yeah. Uh, what's his name? Mike Trout, and then nobody else. <laughs> and then they brought in fucking uh, Cindergard. Yeah, but after this guy got fired. Mm. <laughs> that gets us. I don't know if I trust this guy. Then uh, the Indians' uh, last step before they were fully transitioned into the Guardians was uh, settling a lawsuit with the local roller derby team with the same name, <laughs> which they did Tuesday. Both teams will keep the name. <laughs> That's like, you got to reevaluate your name if, like, yes. if you go to court about. About the name of the roller derby team, they they officially yeah, the by Guardians the way is such a bad name. I know officially just real quick they are the Guardians now. That's so the funny. switch happened like yesterday. Like officially after this was settled, like the next day they had like a whole from this point on we are now the Guardians. So. It needs to be an alliteration or something that makes sense to the city. And Guardians, it's just not nah. Cleveland Guard. It will, the reason it makes sense for the city is that they have like a bridge going into Cleveland with two giant statues called the Guardians. Like they're the Guardians of the city. So they're naming their team after the fucking statues on the bridge. They're more like protecting you from going in. Like, yeah, like, hey, yeah. You like, go hold up. They're like, bouncers. Like, they're like, yeah, bro. Be honest, there's a bunch of dudes. <laughs> I in just there. see some no shit chicks back there. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh man. And then uh, Manfred said negotiations uh, for the new CBA is becoming a problem. So that definitely means that there could be a lockout coming. Yeah, like he addressed like the media and said. There are, like, struggles between, obviously, like, literally what a lockout is. Like, mm-hmm. he basically described what was happening in the negotiations as what happens during the lockout. Yeah. He's like, <laughs> it's not looking good, guys. And so, December 1st is whenever the lockout will be begin, and it's most likely going to happen. Gotcha. So, a lot, that's why a lot of these um guys like Noah Syndergaard and, like, people who are hurt and kind of washed, like Verlander. Trying to get money now. They're trying to get paid now before the lockout. Because mm-hmm. then after true. that, people might change their mind off. Because <laughs> there's been a lot of time of not doing anything. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, then the awards are finally done for the MLB. Yeah. Uh, for the winners, we have the NL Cy Young, which is Brewers pitcher uh, Corbin Burns. Okay. Um, the reason I was distracted and do this, give you the stats earlier, is because I pulled up last week's notes where I had my predictions. Yeah. Yeah. Got nailed that one. All right. Did not Congrats. nail this next one. 
AL Cy Young winner was the Blue Jays pitcher Robbie Ray. Yeah, I should have known by his name he was going to win. That's just so much sweeter. But I guess Garrett Cole, so I, so I, I think he'll not get that one right. No, so. AL manager, uh, the Rays, Kevin Cash. Uh, yeah, Kevin Cash is a great name. I did not pick him. I picked Dusty Baker. Oh, I thought the Astros. Man. I thought the Astros did better, but I shouldn't have. Yeah. Kevin Cash is just a really good manager. I think he won last year. Yeah, so it's one of those. I think he's gonna win back to back. It's probably also you know? like they don't want to give the Astros any awards just yet. Yeah, like they probably want to like hold off on like the MLB congratulates the Astros. See, I thought it was gonna be like, like a congratulations you didn't cheat type award <laughs> for Dusty Baker. <laughs> Uh, but good job following the rules, Dustin. Yeah, exactly. And then uh, the NL manager was the Giants, Gabe Kapler. Nailed that. Nice. The Giants, Thank they you. won that division. They beat the Dodgers, who literally had two for four. Way more stacked up like roster than the Giants, and they ended up winning. Mm-hmm. NL rookie. Um, I did not guess these ones, so there's no mind. Yeah. Then the NL rookies is Reds, Jonathan India. Yeah, wild name, Johnny India. I thought, like, I thought like a fake like Bollywood uh, uh, action hero, like Johnny Quest or something like that. Yeah, it's like, it's like a Bollywood Indiana guy in Johnny India. It's like Indiana Jones, great value, <laughs> Johnny India. Yeah, AL rookie uh, was the Rays, Randy Orozarena. Yeah, I mean, no, I can't help you there, bud. Orozarena. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Then AL MVP Shohei Otani. Nailed it. Nailed it. Yeah, and NL MVP. Bryce Harper. Nailed it. Yeah. So you were what? I mean, you I didn't guess two. the rookies, so yeah. A two for six? Two. Uh, no, I mean, two. Four, I mean, four sorry, four for six. six yeah. yeah. That's good. Yeah. That's good. I give that I give that props. Hell yeah. Baseball. I'm a seam head. What can I say? <laughs> All right. Let's uh, take it over to NHL then. First up, so the pens are getting sold to the uh, Fenway Sports Group. Yeah. That's wild. What? You know, a partner in that? LeBron James. <laughs> Technically, LeBron James is going to own the Pens when that deal goes through. Wait, so like it's just changing ownership now? Yeah, so the owners were Burktel, Burkle, and um, Mario. Ah, uh, okay. Lemieux, and they and they they were they were like they just randomly came out. They weren't looking to sell or anything like that. Yeah, it just like I guess like Fenway Sports Group just came over and like, hey, we want to buy your team. Here's a boatload of money. Yeah, can we just take your team? And so it out of nowhere, like on. Maybe Tuesday, mm. Heller reports just came out. Everyone's like, "Wait, what?" <laughs> so, uh, yeah, Fenway, yeah. So, Fenway Sports Group. If by the name you can tell, it's the Red Sox. The team, the, the group that owns the Red Sox. So, it's so so the this group will now own the Red Sox and the Pats. Yeah. And LeBron James last year or beginning of this season bought him and Rich Paul bought into that uh, finance group and became part owners of the Red Sox and now. That technically means LeBron James is a part owner of the Pens. Mm-hmm. I'm very okay with that. Yeah, but at the same time, like I don't like who owns the Pens, the Fenway Sports Group. Like I don't like it. Yeah, some about it. It was cooler when like Mary Lemieux was in there. And I was that's like, great. And I was like, that's great. But, that's awesome. Yeah, no, that's great. Uh, it does like it's like a Boston team owns it essentially. Mm-hmm. But um, I love Mario. Mario only bought in because they were going to move the team. Do you know that? The whole whale history by the Pens? Yeah. But we were doing so bad after Mary Lemieux that the owner was about to move out of Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. And Mario Lemieux said, fuck that. And like, them <laughs> Burke or Burkdale or whatever came in and bought the pen just so we didn't move. Oh, yeah. I do remember that. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, now we're too established now, even then. Like, we're never going to move. Mm-hmm. So, I'm okay with this move. But I don't know. 
It does suck that Mario Lemieux is not a part owner anymore. But Then going back to that minor league pen sexual assault case, uh, the coach is now being charged with sexual assault. Yeah, so the uh, update, in case you forgot, last week I told you how they, they settled with the pens, uh, but they did not stop pursuing the legal charges for the guy who actually did it. Yeah, and yeah. He did get charged with two accounts, I think, mm-hmm. and he posts bail for ten grand. But like, he's gonna get actually yeah, he's, charged. Yeah, he's, he's gonna, gonna go to jail. He's just like out for now, you know, mm-hmm. innocent till proven guilty. December is when they, they're uh, just gonna go to trial because mm-hmm. he pled not guilty, so it's going to trial. But yeah. Um. Then next up in Wednesday's loss to the Avalanche, the Canucks fans started to chant "Fire oh, Benning," referring to General Manager Jim Benning. On Thursday, during a press conference, Benning was asked, and he said the chants were upsetting, and that he believes in this group, and he, that he believes in the group. That's just so upsetting. Yeah, that's, that's, well, it's, it's like awful. imagine imagine like going to work and like hearing people who are like your customers <laughs> chant "Fire <This> guy, guys. <laughs> Fire guy Carol," and the next day. Bunch of cameras ask you, how, what'd that make you feel like? It's like, we are like, customers. What do you expect, dude? Like, I put all my heart and soul into this team this offseason, yeah. and the fans are telling me to get fired. Yeah, that's rough to be asked. Yeah. That's rough, man. That's rough but, to get asked. Well, big stop by the Falcons. Ooh. Oh, yeah. So you have the Falcons, I have the Patriots. Yeah. So we'll get to that in the NFL. It's going to piss me off. When the Falcons are up by 14 when we get to the NFL segment. Um, Then the Ducks forward, Ryan Getzlaff, scored his 1,000th point versus the Capitals on Tuesday night. Yeah, Getzlaff, he's been uh, a legend over in Anaheim. Love Getzlaff. I would always do like NHL franchises with the Ducks. Because I'd do it with the Pens, and then I'd be like, all right, I can't. Just keep doing the pass. It is. Because it's like... It gets tired. It's overkill. Yeah, no. I just, they're like a fucking fantasy team in hockey. Yeah, I'm the... I, I NHL. So, side tangent. I've been playing a lot of uh, NHL 20, like, my career. Yeah, yeah, Like, I'd be a player. And <clears throat> I had two... I have two my players on my second one because I was like, okay, I want to be on the pens finally. Yeah. My first one was so much more fun. I was on uh, the Devils. Yeah. Brought them a cup. The man to trade. Trade to the Blackhawks. Won them, them a cup. Won, won two cups there. <laughs> Contract up, signed with the Panthers. Brought them so I was just playing teams that I don't really care about. Like yeah. I have no negative notions yeah. toward them. So I was like, fuck it, I'll play with them. And it was way more fun. Like the one offseason, the only other team to offer me besides the Panthers were like the Blue Jackets. I hate them, so I said, fuck that. The next year the Capitals offered me something, fuck that. I went back to the Panthers. Yeah. And I finally retired that guy and went and I said, All right, now it's time for the Pens. Yeah, but my second team would always be the Ducks. And I, it, it was when I had NHL where it gets live. I was just rocking with him. Mm-hmm. Him, like Corey Perry and Bobby Ryan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but the power rankings now. Let's get into that. Um, number one, we have the Oilers. McDavid's killing it. Their goalie, if you never pronounce his name right, he's killing it too. Mm-hmm. And I'd actually just trade for him in fantasy. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Then uh, next up, number two, Hurricanes. Yeah, her, I, I mean, I'm going to be saying a lot of the same, but like hockey at this point in the season – there's injuries, obviously, to some of these teams. A lot of these teams, like, who sh- I think would be higher if they didn't have all these injuries, should be higher. However, right now, they're, they're just playing the hot hockey. Yeah. Then, number three, the Panthers. Yeah. I, when they lost Quindell as their head coach because of the whole Blackhawks thing, I thought they're going to take a step back just because, like, losing your, like, skipper, your, your head coach, like, yeah. because of something like that usually means, like... Some, th- some shit gets fucked up. Yeah, something some is wrong. rotation. Not happening yeah. with the Panthers at all. Mm-hmm. Everything's the going. John Gruden effect. Yeah, exactly. They're just rolling right now. Then uh, number four, the Blues. Mm-hmm. That's shocking. I didn't think they're going to be that good this year, but mm-hmm. they're they're so far early in the season. They're they're killing it. 
Number five, the Capitals. Yeah, fuck them. Number six, uh, the Lightning, unless something were to happen and we put an asterisk on the season. Yeah, well, Kucherov's out right now, but mm-hmm. they're still obviously like a really good team. <laughs> then number seven, the Flames. Yeah, this is a shocking one. Mm-hmm. Uh, Johnny Grugeau, that's the only guy they can name on that team. <laughs> then number eight, the Ducks, quack, quack. Quack. They're... I keep saying this. Like I said, I'm going to sound very repetitive. Ducks. But I also didn't think they were going to do it good this year, and they're killing it right now. <laughs> number nine, the Wild. Wilds, the Wilds. Wilds, wild, man. Number 10, the Maple Leafs. Yeah, I mean, that's another team that's like a really good team on paper. They should be top 10. Then skip a couple, and then skip a couple more, and then skip a lot, and you get to number 22, the Pens. Yeah. Um, Tough. I'd like to say, have a statement, <laughs> uh, a, a public PSA right, as a Pens platform. fan. It's your platform. Uh, we are not a bad team. We are in a, a slump right now. Yeah. We just got Crosby back. We played this entire season basically without Crosby and Malkin. This is Crosby's been back for two games. I think his second game back or third game back for the entire season is tonight. Um, then on top of that, we got riddled with COVID. We got uh, there's a whole stretch of period where Dumoulin, Latang, Pedersen, and someone else on defense is out. We're playing with a bunch of AHL scrubs. We had to pull up, so I am not worried. Yeah, we are twenty-two in the power rankings. We're really, really, really low in our standings. We'll be back. I am not worried a single ounce. That's right. my PSA. Right. And if you're a Pens fan listening and saying like the Pens are fucked right now, I do not worry a single ounce. Yeah, because it's, it's, we haven't been healthy. Yeah, it's one of those things they gotta like force me to be worried by like missing playoffs one year. Yeah, it's like, so right, early now. It's season. not a sure thing. It's so early in the season, and you know what's great about so far the season is even though we're not winning. We're not doing bad. We're losing a lot of games in overtime and shit like that. Yeah. Um, and uh, which isn't horrible as far as points. You still get a point. Yeah. yeah. Um, but we're play- we're being competitive against these really good, fully healthy teams mm. with like guys who are going to be our fourth line center and stuff like that in our first line. And they're getting some play. Time. So that is great. Now knowing, hey, our bottom lines are going to be really good, mm. and that's like kind of what helps like win games. Is like when your first lines are obviously great, like with Crosby, Malkin, Russ. Uh, Gensel, uh, Carter, all these guys have been hurt. Now you're seeing like Rodriguez stepping up, Bluger stepping up, O'Connor stepping up, McGinn stepping up. Mm. All these guys are going to be our bottom line are killing it. Yeah. All right, but uh, anything else for NHL? Mm-mm. All right, let's go over to NBA. Later he gets the rebound, passes it to the man, shoots it, and boom goes the dynamite. All right, NBA. NBA. We are not watching a game. We usually watch a game because it's usually Wednesdays, but we're watching the NFL game instead. So uh, there's not going to be any live basketball being commented on between us. Might be football interruptions. There, if there's sweet plays. Yeah. If there's sweet plays. Um, but anyway, we'll start off every week. We start off with the injuries. Let's do a look at the injury report. Um, number one, Luca. He is going to be a game-to-game, week-to-week. He has, a, he has no ankle issue. Um, that he will just eventually come back. It's like going to be one of those annoying game time decisions. If you have him on fantasy, yeah. Um, same thing for Joe Harris and the Nets. Mm-hmm. They're both like it's a little minor de- ankle injury. Um, center rookie center from or power forward whatever he is he's a big guy rookie big guy from Cleveland Evan Mobley is out two to four weeks with an elbow sprain. Yeah, he's been doing good too. It's a shame. Yeah, it's a bit, it's a big shame for the Cavs right there. Um, LeBron, who has been out for like a week and a half now, uh, just being getting older. Load management. Yeah, he is most likely going to come back tomorrow, tonight, today when you're listening to it, uh, Friday against the Celtics. 
Cavs by a land or Lakers by a land. Solution. Absolutely. Um, a big blow to the already struggling Hawks. The Hawks are doing really bad this year. Yeah. And they lost their rotation guy DeAndre Hunter for oh. eight weeks. He oh. had a, he uh, he's having wrist surgery. Jesus. Yeah. So he's gonna be out right sideline eight weeks, which is not good when you have a guy who's a big spark plug off the bench Mm-mm. missing while you're in the midst of a slump. This really shitty start. That's not good. Yeah, and I feel like with a wrist injury, is I feel like even if you're healthy, you might take some time to like get back into the swing of things. Yeah, absolutely. You know. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, it, I, I I'm assuming it's on a shooting wrist because if not, you wouldn't have to get surgery on it unless That's it's really yeah. bad. Yeah. Um. But finally, Kelly Olynyk, uh, elite big guy, the Joe Flacco of the NBA. <laughs> mm. uh, he's out six weeks after getting knee surgery. All right. I mean, the Pistons. They're yeah. trash anyway. Exactly. I, you like that comparison? I never did that before. Joe Flack of the NBA? Um, see, I don't really know the other play. I don't know the NBA players much to be able to... Kelly Olenek? Oh, it's, oh sorry. I misheard you. Um, you know Kelly Olenek. I don't know if it's... Like, the guy that people always think is way better than he is, and he bounces around, and, like, he's he's younger than where Joe Flack was in his career right now. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe. All right. Stop. I'm, I'm like trying to think of other players, but yeah, okay. Let's go with it. All right. I, I've more also thinking because I hate them both so mm-hmm. much. Um, headlines. Stupid headline here, but it makes sense. I'll tell you why. Uh, the Staples Center is changing its name. <laughs> Starting Christmas Day, it's going to be Crypto.com Arena. <laughs> And I was like, that's so goddamn stupid. Yeah. My coworker said, yeah, but if you're getting paid $750 million, <laughs> you're going to name your fucking building Crypto.com. Yeah, yeah. Um, it just doesn't roll off the tongue. Crypto.com nah. Arena. Staples Center. What about right. the Crypto Center? I think it might be Center, actually. Crypto.com Center. The Crypto Center is... Don't even have the .com. Just be like, that's what does it for me. If it's Crypto yeah. Center, that's way better. The Crypto Center is sweet. That, that sounds be awesome. super futuristic. Yeah, yeah. That but would be the amazing. The dot-com is, you're right, the dot-coms will throw us it off. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, dot-com sucks. But anyway, yeah, so no longer it's going to be the Staples Center. Uh, I think Vanessa Bryant put on her Instagram, no matter what it's called, it's still the house that Kobe built. Okay. I thought that's pretty sweet. Yeah, it is. <laughs> uh, all right, next. The Mavericks are retiring Dirk's number on January 5th. Okay. That makes makes yeah, 100% yeah. sense. Yeah, you have to. This should have been with injuries, but Clay Thompson uh, has a return date, possible like target date, Christmas Day. Of course, um, yeah. <laughs> of course. But ticket sales. <laughs> he is full on five on five scrimmaging at practice, and like he is. From everyone saying inside Warriors practice, he looks hundred percent. Yeah, that's what I've been seeing too. So on like uh, it might and whatnot. I think it might be earlier than Christmas. You think? I think. I think. I think it'll be like in a couple weeks. I think two weeks. Because if you're if you're full on practicing, full on participating, not giving yourself any yeah like types of shit, you don't need a whole other month. Ah, uh, yeah. I I mean, with the severity of an Achilles tear and uh, an MCL, yes. But if he's full on going to practice, he should be full on going on the court. Yeah, I I, I think so too. But the Christmas Day thing is kind of like ticket sales to me. You know, yeah, that's true. Like I feel like the franchise just wants to wait until then. Absolutely. Um, next, 
Jimmy Butler had his 15th career triple double versus the Pelicans on Wednesday. Uh, that makes him. That makes his eighth. That marks his eighth triple double since joining the Heat, which is second most in franchise history. Oh God! Trivia. Oh God. Who has the most triple doubles in Heat franchise history? Dwayne Wade. Wrong. What? Wrong. He's he's right behind Jimmy Butler with five. What? Him and Bam are tied with five. Um. LeBron James. Yeah. Okay. I was hoping you forgot LeBron James. I, I did for a second. I, I knew you were going to. I was about to say Shaq. When, and I was like, it can't be Shaq. When I wrote down this as a trivia question, I knew your first <laughs> guess was going to be Dwayne Wade. And I honestly, not even joking, in my head, said that it's going to throw him off. That's not. And I thought you were going to forget that LeBron James was like. He it's just remember. crazy because like it's what kills Le, me. LeBron, because he went to the Cavs, went to the Heat, and then went back to the Cavs. So you just kind of forget the loss. I kind of like forget the Heat time. Yeah, it's weird, but yeah, and it was only for four years. Because I was going to say Shaq, and I was like, wait, it can't be Shaq. Shaq like, had big one. Men, well, big men don't normally get yeah. triple doubles. So uh, LeBron has nine. Mm-hmm. Jimmy Butler has eight. D Wade and Bam have five each. Okay. Then I'm just going off the top of my head memory. I'm pretty sure the next is only two triple doubles, and it was Hassan Whiteside, and both of them included blocks. Oh shit! Yeah, and then yeah. from there you got Alonzo Mourning has one, Shaq has one, mm-hmm. Hasma has one. It's like a bunch of like historic big guys. Gotcha. Um, but yeah, good, good job. Speaking of the Heat, sticking with the Heat and D Wade and LeBron. D uh, apparently uh, D Wade was on a podcast. And uh, he's talking about the decision about LeBron. Mm-hmm. And um, this is going to be D3, but there's not really a big discussion with it. It's more of like, a, hey, listen to this cool D-Wade LeBron story. Mm-hmm. He knew him, Pat Riley, like, all the hate for an office, D-Wade and LeBron were all on the same page. It was going to happen. Like a, a couple weeks before the decision was made for free and open, we all, they all knew, all right, this, this, this is going to happen. This is going to go through. Yeah. Um, D-Wade knew he couldn't tell anyone really. He ended up telling his wife. He ended up telling like a couple of really, really close friends. But he stopped think- He stopped and said, like, wait a minute. I haven't heard from LeBron in like a week or two. <laughs> so apparently LeBron ghosted D-Wade a week before the decision. Is that made D-Wade insanely nervous that, wait, this isn't a done deal yet. Like, I don't think this actually might happen. Mm-hmm. So for the whole week before the decision, D-Wade was panicking like LeBron was ghosting him, and he said, "I didn't 100% know." Even though he told me, "Hey, I'm something? coming to the Heat," <laughs> I did not 100% know he's going to the Heat until I sat down and watched the decision mm-hmm. live on TV, like everyone else in the country. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's kind of funny. That is funny. But I, I didn't people put the deep three because there's not really a discussion with it. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, this one is that direct headline I pulled off the website. I get a lot of my news from. Quote: Report: Luke Walton's job is in danger. Oh shit! Like what? Okay, why is that a report? It's just a known fact at this point. Um, the Kings aren't doing good. Luke Walton's a shitty coach. He should have not even got brought back this year. Yeah. Um, he's a great assistant coach, not a good head coach. If you remember my preseason, uh, like preview, I said the only thing that's holding the Kings back is their head coach. Yeah. And like that's not. It should not be like a report shocker that Luke Walton's job's in danger. Um. Next is a very confusing moment of the week. Not really confusing. It actually makes sense. Um, so it's kind of funny, though. The uh, Nets were in OKC playing the Thunder. Nets versus Thunder. They announced the other starting lineup first versus Durant. Boo! Freaks out. Yeah. So everyone's like, boo, because they hate Durant. Next was Blake Griffin, and everyone nuts. <laughs> because Blake Griffin's from OKC. 
Oh, yeah, he played for Oklahoma. Yeah. Yeah. But he never played for the Thunder. But they said Blake yeah. Griffin, and it was literally like a homecoming of a legend. <laughs> everyone went nuts for Blake Griffin. That is cool. And then next, James Harden, everyone started booing again. Yeah, yeah. And, <laughs> but then after the game, even James Harden said, like, I really don't get why. I didn't get asked to get traded. I was the sixth man of the year. I was a yeah. young guy in the league, and they traded me. Why that's, are they booing me? That's fair. Yeah, he's, like, uh, he's like, I didn't like, do anything to him. He's kind of a fuck. I mean, I definitely so gave like, him a fuck, but he didn't do anything to the Yeah, fun, yeah. No, I, I feel... I agree with James Harden there, but I think he should expect it because he is kind of a fuck. Yeah, I know? think... I Probably deep down he did expect it. He was just, like, <laughs> saying, like... That is funny, like, boo Yeah! Boo! It's literally that, in that order, too. It was Durant, then Blake, and then fucking... Uh, I only know Blake Griffin's on the... Because uh, he was on the cover of the NCAA NCAA, yeah. games, yeah. In the, in the That's Oklahoma. That's the only reason I knew he was in Oklahoma. Yeah, Absolutely. But he's a big he's from OKC, so everyone loved him. They gotta bring those games back too. I'm sure they will with football. They should because I love playing the March Madness. Like yeah, as a, as a player. yeah, that was shit. Like Road to the Heisman is always great in the NCAA mm-hmm. football games, but playing them in the bracket that's straight. awesome. Just having a bracket to work with for a fucking like playoff tournament thing. So, yeah, it's awesome. That's 64 teams. Yeah, <laughs> that's great. I do that. I just take a you NCAA March Madness is one of the greatest things ever. Yeah, sixty-four college teams just fighting for the one title. It'd be so sweet. No, those series just went, went in your losing. You're done. How sweet would it be if like the football just did it? The football program just did that. Sixty-four teams. 64, they're all keep all the bowl games. They're all just like fucking different. You know, bowl games. Well, the only issue is because it's really hard to have. You have to have a week between each game for football yeah. because of the recovery. Well, you basketball have, like you, you can, can play back to back a games. game each. Uh, well, a week is each round. Yeah. So it's... What, so you would just have a one, lot of two, games three. and then no games. That's like six rounds, though. Six weeks. It, yeah. it kind of takes that long with bowl season. It yeah, takes like four. Yeah. yeah it's just, I don't think it's going to work football. I think it'd be so cool. It'd be, I think it'd be so cool, but... It could work. It just, it's like the, major, the regular season's not even like... It's like 12 games. You're basically doing yeah. a uh, season and a half. And it'd be kind of lame for like the one versus sixteen seed. Yeah, it's gonna be a <laughs> seventy and nothing. Like, Bam is just shit. Bam's like shit on Eastern Michigan. Like <laughs> yeah. it's not even close. Like, yeah. it, 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 that'd be bad. I get. It. You there's, gonna be, there's gonna be less upsets. Yeah, you have more injury risk too. Yeah, all, so that'd be so awesome though. That would just be really year, sweet. Try it out. Like a fucking battle royale. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, all right, next. There was a fight between uh, the Pacers and the Jazz the other night, like last week. Yeah. It was Miles Turner versus Rudy Gobert. I don't know if you saw it. It was a very pussy fight. Isn't I did it? not. It was a very pussy fight. Did they like... Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. T-Rex arms? Yeah, yeah. Like, there was a very pussy fight. Um, Gobert and Turner got ejected and fined. And then Spider and Joe Ingles, like, escalated shit. Because as soon as they saw the fight, they mm-hmm. ran in and started, like, yeah. fucking, it's like, I'm around with our boy. No, no one else from the Pacers got ejected. Those two got ejected and fined as well. So four ejections, four fines, one Pacers, three Jazz. Did the Jazz start it? Uh, I mean, it's just big guys like yeah. going at each other all game. So like Miles Turner, Rudy Gobert both equally started it, and then it's just the Jazz jumped in to ride their boy, and that was like more of a uh, they just got in trouble for like escalating it essentially. Yeah. Um, then finally, the last headline: Fred Van Vliet. Uh, was fined fifteen thousand dollars. Uh, so last Oof. week he nailed. Uh, he dropped like a thirty-two point game, like huge for him. Yeah, hit the dagger to seal the game, 
and he turned around and had big old balls. It's like his celebration. Like he literally like, That's worth it. He like turned around and went like pretend like he had giant balls after nailing it, and he got fined for an upset. Like uh, with basketballs or just hands? No, just like he literally like made a three and turned one like. With basketballs, I would have taken whatever. Yeah, you fine. can't grab two I'd balls like, mid-game. You can't even find him. That's hilarious. You can't grab two balls mid-game. So you, you could. basically uh, per- you can arrange it. He like mimed. He mimed that he had huge balls after nailing that shot. Yeah, it's one of those things. I don't fault you, but you got to get fined. Yeah, you know, absolutely. Like yeah. he shouldn't even be surprised. It's like the Marshawn Lynch hold my dick thing. It's yeah, like, you're gonna get fined, but yeah, no, I don't blame you at all. Yeah, like that, that's a, such a cool thing to do. He literally mm. nailed a game ceiling shot after having a great game and is doing that. It's great. Yeah. All right. Um, players of the week. Sorry, I have to, I have to pull it up in screenshots. because it's too much to write down. From the Western Conference, we have Steph Curry. Yeah. 34, 34.8 points. Mm-hmm. 5.5 rebounds, 7.8 assists, and the Warriors went 3-1. and one. Yeah. Um, then on the Eastern side, we have Kevin Durant. Yeah. 32.3 points, 7.8 rebounds, 4.5 assists. The Nets also went three and one. Yeah, I played against them in fantasy last week. It wasn't fun. I have them in fantasy. Yeah. And KD. Yeah, everybody. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> uh, all right. Deep three. Just a fair warning and apologies. This is off the top. I told you, guy, there was not really any big deep three uh, stories. Okay. So these are kind of weak ones. Um, I'm not going to give you an option. I'm just going to get through the, the two, order. The two, two and one. The two and one. Yeah. Um, this one's a very, this one's very, not any discussion, so I'll do it first. The Rockets apparently had a planned Travis Scott day. <laughs> and game. then they canceled it after the trampoline. They postponed it, and they replaced it with a moment of silence. <laughs> so they're, they're doing so bad, and then on top of that, you have a Travis Scott day planned, and then he basically, like, has a concert where everyone dies, so you replace it with a moment of silence for the people who died at a concert. Dude, it's, it's cruel what they're, t- I mean, like, look, I mean... You can't fault Travis Scott for this shit. I don't care. Like, it, Wait, I mean, geez, how much is he sued for right now? Yeah, he's getting sued for like everything. Right like eight hundred million dollars. Yeah, right? it's like ridiculous. Like I saw a like, meme with like him doing the, the cop- lawsuit and everything. It's like, come on, like, like, what the fuck is Travis Scott gonna do? Yeah, like you know what I mean. Like, it's all about the staff of the fucking event. You know, I'm sure there's gonna be like a loophole when you buy a ticket that they never read that's gonna get them off. Yeah, maybe. Let's start doing that now. So. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Like, hey, have you died this concert? <laughs> yeah. It's not on us. It's not on us. Like, we're not going to sh- actively try to kill you, but if you die, it's not on us. Mm-hmm. Um, next. Uh, all right, I'll, I'll give you an option. Um, shitty refing or uh, NBA GMs? Uh, NBA GMs. So, NBA... Do so you remember that story about the GM uh, from Portland I said a couple weeks ago? Uh, what was his name? Olshay. He was basically just like verbally abusing his like staff and shit. Is that the one that went around with his what a picture of his wife? So that's the owner of the Suns. Oh, uh, yeah. The same week there was one with the Trailblazers GM where he was like apparently being abusive, like verbally assaulting people. Okay, just another one. Just yeah. one of those shits. Um well apparently after this came that story came out, the GMs of the league came out how they're making a support system for GMs when they're putting this distribution <laughs> that give you uh, a it's basically a union for GMs. Where they where they have like access to the best defense lawyers, oh my god, PR 
teams of oh uh, uh, relief, like uh, money relief. That's like they insane. have like, a fund if like you're getting get sued by employees <laughs> or abusing them. Here's money to help fight the case. It's like that episode of South Park with like all the people, like sports stars and celebrities that were getting accused of like sexual assault and shit. Yeah. And they were just like in a meeting together and they yeah. had like Big Ben, Tiger Woods and all them like yeah. sitting there. It's just that. I did. I love that. Um, but no, it's literally, yeah, it's like that. It's, I literally said it's like a union That's for doing sketchy shit. That's it's literally, they made a union the so Legion they can do sketchy doom. shit. The Legion of Doom. Yeah, It's dude. literally just the Legion of Doom. I'm sure, I'm sure I'm, we're just being like, uh, laughing at the idea. There's actually like some, some good legal shit with it. <laughs> but like, it just kind of sounds ridiculous when you, when you map it out as like, hey, we have, we're going to be able to give you all the support in the world if you ever abuse someone. Like, we can help you. That's just insane. That's so fucked. That's so funny. That's <laughs> so fucked, dude. Yeah. I, oh, I have a good move or a great move. <laughs> well, that's a great move. All right. And finally, the rest being shitty uh, pertains to Anthony Davis. So uh, I think this is on Monday versus the Bulls. The Bulls. Uh, there was like uh, AD is around the hoop. Fell, out, fell, went out of bounds. No foul call. It was good no foul call. Mm-hmm. But he fell out of bounds and his, and his shoe came off. So there's a timeout, basically a turnover, not a timeout. There's a turnover, so it's a dead ball situation. Okay. AD foul bounce. They waited to help him get up off the floor, but his shoe falls. He went to go grab his shoe to put it back on, and the ref blew a whistle and gave the ball to the Bulls, and they inbounded. So Anthony Davis turns like, what the fuck? Like, are you <laughs> fucking kidding? He started going after the ref, and they tossed him. That's fucked. That's so <laughs> fucked, isn't it? Uh, 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 get out of here. Yeah, yeah, it's literally like, like, I'm on a joke. Like, no, I didn't. There's a no foul call, is on a turnover, and on Anthony Davis, right, Bulls ball. They, he's literally on the ground, and a Bulls player and a Lakers player helped him up off the ground. He stood up, grabbed his shoe, and started pointing it on, and the ref, like, blew us to go ahead. And Anthony was like, are you serious? You waited until I got off the floor. Yeah. You wouldn't wait for me to slide my shoe back on. It's like the equivalent of, like, when you call out your parents correctly, and they give you the go to your room. Yeah, <laughs> it's like fine. I you're good. Good no call, sir. Uh, you're rejected. <laughs> yeah, get out of here. Yeah, that is. You're wrong. Yeah, but you know what I mean by the deep three wasn't anything crazy. Yeah, it's yeah. Just, it's kind of y'all agree with it. Yeah. Um. All right. Last but not least, power rankings. Um. Do you right. have? Did you have? I sent it to you. Yeah. Okay. Nice. They're guy, guys' power rankings. No, no, no. <laughs> I got we got these from ESPN. I sent to him because I needed him to do the uh, Knicks number the, one. The the rank the records and the <laughs> seating. Um, number one, one thing from ESPN. Probably the next couple weeks, I might take over and just do it myself because all these power rankings suck. Not not. Actually. I mean, it was good up until like the the end of the road. Yeah, like there. I have my own thoughts on this. Anyway, number one, no question, it's the Warriors. Yeah, They're twelve and two. They're absolutely playing insane ball without. Uh, Clay Thompson still their first in the West. Mm-hmm. Um, they're literally just on their own level right now. Number two, the Nets. They're eleven and five. They're second in the East. Um, they started off very slow, but they they started piecing it together. Um, Steve Nash has has recognized in the media though that they are still not on the Warriors level. The Warriors are playing out of their minds. We need to get to that level, um, but they're not quite there yet, according to their head coach Steve Nash. And I don't blame them. I think what I think if the Nets want to win the East, they need to do something with Kyrie. But either Kyrie needs to get vaxxed and come back, or they're going to have to ship Move, him off. Or yeah, something ship else. him off for Snicklefritz and and like try to piece together some yeah. depth. Um, I agree. Number three, the Suns. They're eleven and three, second in the West. They start off 
I think like one and three or zero oh and three. I did it really shitty, but Chris Paul and Devin Booker and the whole crew are doing very well. Did you see the other night against the Timberwolves that insane play nah. by Chris Paul? No, nah, I didn't. He faked Anthony Edwards out, so it's basically a, a oh, fast I break. did see a clip. He of that. faked okay. going between his legs like yeah. backwards to Devin Booker. They bit on completely, and he literally brought it back around to his front and did a lay- wide open layup. It was insane. Yeah, Chris Paul is playing out of his mind still. I mean, um, he's going to be great. I, I I don't even know if there's going to be a fall-off. I feel like he's just going to kind of be at the retire. top and then retire. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Like, even, even like, his falling off is might not be as good yeah. as he's doing now, but he's never going to be, like, a backup traveling around the league. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's always going to be a starter his entire career. Exactly. Um, next to Sun... Oh, no, I didn't, sorry, I said that. Next to Wizards, they're uh, number uh, four on the list. They're 10-4, and four, and they're first in the East. Yeah, they are. Um... Probably not after tonight, though. Yeah. Because Dinwiddie's out, uh, Gafford's out. Yeah, everyone's... <laughs> so the Wizards are playing very well, but they're also playing... No one expected this, which makes me think they're just going to fall off eventually. Yeah, like they're the playing Magic hot. last year. Yeah, they're playing hot. I I give them more credit, because like in the beginning They have season, better players than Magic. Like, when we did the preseason stuff, like I said, like I could see them like, flirting with the play in yeah and i think that's still where they'll like end up but this they might even like be higher in the play in at this rate so we'll see i would argue there's a lot of teams in the east that the wizards are playing that are quite aren't at their peak yet yeah that's like, true. i think the Hornets still need to peak i think the hawks definitely need to peak still mm-hmm. um the bucks have been very injured the six has been very injured um the knicks still need to peak like they, they start off very hot but like they need a peak, Celtics. Yeah, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. I think whenever the rest of the team start getting a swing of things, the Wizards are gonna slowly start dropping. Yeah, yeah. But um, I think they'll still be good enough to get. Yeah, it. like a tenth or ninth seed in the mm-hmm. East, like just not like they'll be in the playing games. Mm-hmm. Number five, the Nuggets are nine and five, fifth in the West. Um, yeah, that that uh, that criminal has been has been playing out of his mind. Um, Jamal Murray should be coming back soon. Really, like. I assume like within the next month and a half, probably. I thought I thought it said March. I I saw like January, February. Look it up. Look it up. (laughs) That's happening right now. (laughs) Well, look. Just look first. Look first. Click on his player profile and see. It it gives me nothing. I mean, whatever. I got three IL spots. I think. Do you? I think. Do you have three IL spots? Yeah. But no IL plus. Oh. And I got PJ, TJ Warren, and now Jamal Murray. I yeah. Uh, let me finish powering because I'll look it up off. We'll, we'll we'll discuss this off, off pod because I I thought it was I didn't think it was that much longer. Um, He's on the roster. All right. <laughs> Number six, the Heat. They're ten five, fourth in the East. Um, I the, the last couple losses we had, I wouldn't really like. I really wouldn't like. I take them with a grain of salt. Yeah. Because. We were on a West Coast road trip. We played back-to-back Lakers-Clippers. Mm-hmm. And in that back-to-back, we didn't have Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler got hurt in the halftime of the first game. Didn't play the second game. Mm-hmm. Bam was game-time decisions, but played. I think Kyle Lowry was at one of the games. Like We were on a West Coast road trip, and we just were beat up. Tyler Hero was killing it, but we were, our main guys were just hurt. So, like, I don't think those losses were that egregious. They're close games, too. Mm-hmm. Actually, against the Clippers, I think Bam's the only one who played out of the big three. Kyle and Jimmy were out, too. Gotcha. Um so I, I don't I'm not panicking or anything like that. Obviously we're fourth in the East, we're fine. Um number seven, the Bulls also, also ten and five, third in the East. Uh I mean I they're they're fine. The Bulls. They're, 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 it's, they're Patrick what is it? <clears throat> Williams is only 
one who's like hurt on that team. Yeah. Everyone else is still playing at a high level. DeRozan's is going off. He's yeah. absolutely destroying He's killing it, it for me. I absolutely. Love the guy. Um, Jazz, nine and five, third in the West. Uh, same. All right, they're fine. I, there's not much to talk about there. Mavericks, nine and five, fourth in the West. I don't know. Yeah. I must say about the Mavericks either. Um, well, I'd say with Luca being out, it's good that they're still killing it. Um, but yeah, he's only been out for a game or two. Okay. It's not like he's a long-term injury or anything like that, but no, I agree. I, I, I just don't know if they're going to, they don't, they're not going to be top 10 for long, but I look at that roster and I see Luka Doncic, KP kind of, then after that, it's just like a bunch of like weird bench players, mm-hmm. like role players. Like I think, I think they, if they want to like compete in the West, they still need someone else. Mm, they finally rounding off the top 10 at the Sixers, eight and five, eighth in the East. They are staying top eight consistent in the conference without like half their team. Yeah. So that, that's what's a good sign for the Sixers, mm-hmm. uh, which we're talking about before you maybe like bump them out, put Clippers in. I, I, um, would. I would. Yeah. And I get that. And I honestly, I'm a, I'm a, this is why if I want to do my own power rankings with NBA power rankings, I feel like you have to like, it's so hard to pick the top teams. out. Like it's tough to do. Wherever like a team's killing another team's really not, but it's like oh because they're injured. I don't mm. think they deserve a top ten spot. Yeah, yeah. Uh, anyway, and then go down to fifteen. The Knicks eight and seven, seventh in the East. Yeah, it's been tough. Fournier, I dropped him. Couldn't take yeah. it anymore. Yeah. Um, but he, he's just falling off. Mm-hmm. Um, RJ Barrett. I mean, RJ Barrett's still looking like decent. Derrick Rose is looking great, and Randall's looking good, but it's just not clicking. Yeah, I think Thibodeau said something in, about like a. A reporter's like, do you think the team needs more chemistry together, all this stuff? So it was like, fuck that. Yeah. <laughs> but they're fine. They at least need to win games. <laughs> yeah, we'll get there. Yeah. But all right. That's all I got to say about NBA. All right. Well, let's take it over to the NFL. All right. Let's get into some NFL Week 10. Uh, right now, we're recording on Thursday. It is the Patriots versus the Falcons. Uh, before the game started, we picked who we wanted to win, and I took the Patriots, and Ryan took the Falcons, the crack team. Yeah. And I wasn't going to do it. Patriots are currently up 10 nothing. Uh, nine minutes left in the second quarter. Hey, the Falcons converted a first Falcons down. are driving, though. They're in enemy territory It was right fourth now. and one, and they converted it, and mm-hmm. they actually had a decent run. Yeah, yeah. Uh, with Gallman? Yeah. Of course it's Gallman. <laughs> Why would it be Mike Davis? Like, why is this? Mike Davis, goddamn that motherfucker! Dude, Matty Ice is about to throw a tutty right here. Oh, the gauge. Let's see. Let's see. That's all right. All right, next play. Oh wait. Oh, he handed off of Gallman. It is fucking Gallman. Or no, that's not Gallman, is it? Mm-hmm. Mm-mm. Allison. Oh shit! Who the fuck's Allison? Hail to Pit, baby. Oh, it is. Yeah, he went to Pit. Oh shit! Let's go. I'm ninety-nine point nine percent sure he played in Pit. Okay, cool. I- I'm a supporter now. But anyways, so uh, we'll we'll count that score later. We'll keep you updated on the game. Um, but let's look at week ten. Yeah, the re- uh, yeah, yeah. Kadri Olson. Okay, let's look at week ten though for uh, the recap here. Um, first up, Thursday night football last week: the Ravens versus the Dolphins. Holy shit! <laughs> the Dolphins won twenty-two to ten. Confession: I obviously did not watch a second of this because I, I didn't either. I didn't know. I was at the Pens game, and if I was checking on anything, it was the Pit game. Yeah, um, yeah. I was watching the Pit game on my phone at mm. the Pens game. Uh, then it was one of those. All right, Pit won in overtime. 
pencil and shootout. I was going to bed. I said, you know what? What, what happened in Thursday Night Football? I pulled it up. And I was like, holy shit. Yeah. And all I saw on Twitter was that one big guy uh, diving for the end zone. Yeah. Yeah, dude. It's just, ugh. I don't even know what to think, but, you know, Ravens will bounce back probably, but just a weird fluke game, I think. I think so, too. Um, Every team has a fluke game, like... The the Bills against the Jags, the yeah. Ravens versus the Dolphins, us versus the Lions, like they're Bengals, all flukes. Bengals versus the Jets, yeah, they're all flukes. We're mm-hmm. all fine. The Titans versus the Jets, <laughs> the yeah. <clears throat> but uh, damn, out of their two losses, the Jets are one. That's crazy. Yeah. Anyways, let's go over to Sunday though. Um, the Saints versus the Titans. Um, oh, we both had the Ravens that game. Saints versus the Titans though. You had the Titans, I had the Saints. It was a close one. But the Titans pulled out on top, twenty-three to twenty-one. Um, Tannehill did had a pretty good game, two passing, one running. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean it's pretty. So Kamara, Kamara got hurt. Or, he didn't play. He didn't play. That so I was. So I did not expect that when I made the pick. I think I could have snagged that pick though if he played. <sighs> Probably not. No. Oh, Young Hoku, let's go. 45 yards. Yeah, Matty Ice might be hurt. Good. Oh, really? I, he's well, he's limping off the field. Wow. He got a big sack for a loss, and it looked like his, his toes like got bent weird. Oh. So, Matty's on his knee. I don't know. I, it might just be a case of the ice got wrecked. He's bleeding, I think. For his leg? Under his like, fucking left arm. Look at that towel. Uh, it was bloody. I can't see because it's... Oh, colorblind. No, I can't see because that fucking dude's fucking face. No, I, can see, it. I can see it now. Yeah. It's bloody. Yeah, that's fucking wild. From where? I wonder what happened. Legal formation on the Falcons. Move it back. 50-yard field goal. Come on, young ho. Okay, anyways. Um, yeah. Wait, also, a, uh, just another disclaimer here. Uh, I didn't watch any football. Except for Monday night. So, I have nothing to tr- contribute. Everybody with has those weeks, you know. Yeah. I was, I was very hungover on Sunday. Mm-hmm. And I also had a, a big work event. So, uh, I just didn't watch any football. Gotcha. Look at that. Look at that grip guy. Let's go. Anyways, um, Bills versus Jets. The Bills fucking just poured it on the Jets. 45-17. to 17. Yeah, um, Mike White is back to earth. Uh, that's over. So, we're done there. He missed it. He missed it. That motherfucker. God damn it. Young Ho. Um... We both had the Bills, so we both got that point. Yeah, that was no very, real surprise there, though. Yeah, that was very... Stefan uh, Diggs had a great game, finally. Um, Next up... That curved. Okay, we'll just talk about this. The tie game. Lions versus Steelers, 16-16. Why the Steelers... Why any of our quarterbacks are throwing for 45-plus times a game is beyond me when we have Najee Harris. Um... Like in a weather to, game. I like the tables discussion. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, we'll not, it would be yeah, a lot of repeating. I, I remember, yeah. yeah. It would be a lot of repeating. It would, and we don't want to, you know, rehash. Yeah, we don't want to keep repeating the same So we'll, we'll, we'll discuss that more later. Um, next up, though, the Colts versus the Jaguars. Uh, the Colts won 23-17. Kind of a tight one. Um, I think the Colts were up for the most part of the game, but then the Jags just kind of started to come back towards the end. Mm-hmm. Um. James Robinson had another good game, even though he's playing kind of hurt, I think. But we both had the Colts. We both got the point there. No-brainer. Yeah, pretty much a no-brainer. Um, then a big-brainer, the Washington football team beat the Buccaneers 29-19. to 
wild. Out of nowhere, and while they lost Chase Young for the season. To wild. ACL tear. Wild. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> that, see, that's, that's another like, flu game. That's, yeah. that's another it's, one of those flu it's games. It's like, what the fuck happened? I don't even know. But we both had the Bucks. We both lost that point, obviously. Um, anything else from that game, though? No, like, it's just literally the biggest flu game ever. I came in. Like... Like I said, I didn't watch all these, but I know what happened in a lot of these games. Brady had two touchdowns. Not looking good for his uh, record. No, not at all. Uh, next up, Pats threw it on the Browns, forty-five to seven. Um, the Browns are the Browns. The Browns Did they score the, the opening drive and then it's like um, shut out? Maybe. I think I, they scored. I know they scored in the first quarter. What was the box score? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if it's opening drive. Seven seven at the end of the first. Yeah, and then and then seventeen points in the second and fourteen in the fourth. And, and that pokes a giant hole in the right. We don't have ABJ. Like our team's actually good. No. Yeah, yeah. No. Back to reality. Um, yeah, everyone's like kind of like look. I mean, I get it. The Patriots are killing it right now. Um, I think they could definitely make playoffs, but people are calling them contenders, and I I, I can't justify that. I um, what do you think? What's your thoughts on the Patriots contender conversation? Um, I, obviously, I, I my one my fifty yarders was mm-hmm. they're going to be a playoff team. Like they're yeah. good, whatever. Uh, I think Matt Jones is doing very well. Yeah, I, I think, think so too. And I, the biggest thing with the Pats is their defense is just back to normal because yeah. like the people who sat out are back, and that's the biggest difference between last year and this year. Mm-hmm. Like you, that is the biggest difference. Like the yeah. fact that their defense is like holding, holding a lot of these teams like barely anything. Exactly, huge sack. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. I don't think they're gonna be contenders with a rookie quarterback. Like right there, that play right there, Mac Jones could have got away or at least tossed mm-hmm. it. That's a rookie mistake. Yeah, why he took that up. Uh, 14-yard sack. Yeah. yeah. That's the type of shit that make, makes me not think they're contenders. Mm-hmm. I think Mac Jones will be good. I think he will win the Super Bowl. In yeah. I, I think they're a team that they can make the playoffs. I think they could surprise a first-round win from then, the wild card, yeah. and then that's it. Yeah, and I think I, I think they're a team to put a pin in and watch moving forward. Yeah, yeah. Because like they do have to play the Bills twice the rest of the season. Yeah. So that'll be like the nut-up-or-shut-up game. Mm-hmm. Like if they can, if they can even split that that series, I think it gives them more credibility there. Yeah, I mean they're rolling right now, but like they they did lose a lot of games that were really close that they mm. should have won early in the season. If they yeah. were a contender, they would have won. Yeah. Um. Next up, the Cowboys versus the Falcons, another blowout game by the Cowboys, uh, forty three to three. Um. More on that later. The details of why they were blown out, but okay, yeah, something, <laughs> yeah. Um, nice. but yeah, the Cowboys just poured it on them. Uh, CeeDee Lamb, I think, had like a killer game. Uh, Zeke did his job. T- I think Tony Pollard got some action too. Mm-hmm. And the Falcons, you know, we, we, when we were saying Falcons could maybe make playoffs, this game was a loss, so it's okay. We're still looking all right, but not right now. I, I just, I think something the listeners <laughs> can't do, and I looked ahead in the notes. Yeah. I did not hear that. That's oh, so you funny. didn't? Yeah. No, oh, yeah, okay. get ready, dude. All get right, ready. Yeah. yeah. Um, all right, and then next up, the Panthers versus the Cardinals, another flute game. Uh, Cam Newton came back. Uh, he got signed this week. Um, back to the Panthers for $10 million. And he start, He didn't start, but he like played a lot of snaps. And I think he threw for a touchdown and ran one in. Yeah, um, that was an all-time touchdown celebration, too. Yeah. Cam literally just 
And he I'm ran back. it in, took his helmet off, and went, I'm back! All so menacingly. <laughs> Dude, I'm just waiting for the NFL bad lip reading, and that's just going to be the most hilarious, like, I forgot bad... those were a thing. Yeah, yeah, I can't wait for you, that. Do cause... you keep up with those? They, I follow them, so, like, they pop up on my YouTube. Oh, you whenever. No, yeah, yeah, it's funny stuff. It's I, I think it's funny, but for some reason, I think it's, like, I, I think of it as, well, like, so 2010. Eh, a little bit, yeah. It's like, hot dog! <laughs> It's kind of funny. Though. My pants! My pants! <laughs> there's like, at this point, it's like there's two or three really good ones that make it worth the watch. Yeah. You know? Ham bone! It's like, it's like, <laughs> is that Tom? Yeah, I think it was. It's like, that's like the original one. It's like, ham bone! <laughs> <laughs> um, but the Cardinals, to their credit, they did not have Kyler Murray. They did not have DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah, that's what I don't think it's So a, it's not it, like a huge hit. Corporal Coy is a one-game a one quarterback. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um... Next up, the Vikings versus the Chargers. Uh, Vikings won 27-20. I don't know what the Chargers, man. I don't know what the Chargers. I don't know what the Chargers. I don't know what the Chargers, man. I don't know what them. I, I was – all my 50 yards early in the season were like, dude, the Chargers are going to win the Super Bowl. Yeah. Justin Herbert's going to be MVP. Yeah, yeah. No, I still know. Like, I don't know. It's just like normal Chargers again. Like, it's like Phillip Rivers, just like the ghost of Phillip Rivers. And it's crazy because, like, Justin Herbert, except for, like, two weeks, mm-hmm. is having a great season besides, like, two games. Yeah, yeah. But he said they're still not winning every game. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Um, then next up, the uh, Packers versus Seahawks. Uh, I have something from this later, but... Okay. You want me to, like, just... Go into it all. Go ahead, go into it. If you start touching on what I was going to talk about later, okay. I'll put a pin in it. Um, Packers won seventeen to nothing. Mm-hmm. Packers pretty much trounced them. The Seahawks looked pretty bad. Uh, DK Metcalf had a little. Okay, no, it's not. It's not DK. You're good. So this is a headline I had, but I'm going to go over it now because it kind of makes more sense to say it now. But uh, it was pretty fucking funny. Uh, so DK Metcalf, he had a. What did I gotta find in my notes here? So he, he's going to be fine probably for the actions in this game because he got ejected. So he was ejected after a fight with two Packers player players, but then in the final plays of the game, he tried to re-enter the huddle after getting ejected. Oh, and they pushed shit. him off to the side of the field. But the players, Seahawks players did? Yeah, they're like, no, dude, get out of here. Like how, I, I think if you're ejected, you have to leave the sideline. Mm-hmm. You have to, leave, you have to like go to the locker room, I thought. Yeah. Like, you can't be on the field. Did they say not know he didn't go to the locker room? <laughs> yeah. What did he You're ejected. What did he, like, re-dye his hair a different color? And it's like, oh, yeah, I don't know who that is. Uh, That's the... BJ Met- Metchin. <laughs> Metchin. Metchin. Uh, his alter ego, Metchin. Uh, <laughs> tangent time. Yeah. This whole episode's tangent so far. Mm. Um, this is nothing to do with professional sports, but our ho- deck hockey team. Yeah. Very similar actions. G baby got thrown in the penalty box, yeah, for like a high stick or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, there was it's a two minute penalty, yeah, there's only 30 seconds left in the uh period, mm-hmm. so he had to start the next period in the box, okay. And he just refused to do so. We're like, <laughs> we're like, we're like, dude, go, go yeah. sit in the box because you're in the box, like, ah, yeah, I know, but when I, when I come out of the box, I'm just gonna sub out anyway, so <laughs> just sit here. And me, like, we're like, I'm pretty sure you had to sit in the box regardless, man. He's like, nah, I'm good. And so he just sat on the bench. And then as we are playing, I remember I, I cleared, I'm defense. I cleared the uh, the ball out. Mm. We ended up scoring off the clear. Okay. Like somewhere in there. And that's our, our first goal of the game. But then the ref realized 
that maybe it wasn't in the box. Yeah, so he, like they're they're debating like taking the, the goal away <laughs> because he's literally just sitting on the he's box. What he was doing, he was sitting on our bench, but he had his arm in the penalty box. Yeah. <laughs> like, dude, get in the box. He's like, no. And like after we scored, they, they the refs like, hold up, hold up. Weren't you supposed to be in the penalty box? He's like, yeah, sorry. <laughs> like, we were playing with four yeah, guys. We're playing. Me. We're playing a man down. It's just he didn't want to sit in the yeah, box. Yeah. So he sat with his stuff on the bench. Jesus. It was so funny, but yeah, it's uh, that reminded me of DK Metcalf. Like, mm-hmm. hey, man, you put me in the locker room. I'm cool here, just yeah. on the bench. Um, but you, we both had the Packers, we both had the points there. Um, then next up, the Eagles versus the Broncos. The Eagles won 30-13 pretty well handedly. Um, even without Miles Sanders, still they still ran the ball like crazily. Mm-hmm. I think Boston Scott and uh, Gainwell like had great games. Mm-hmm. Hurts did all right, I think, and Devontae Smith had another huge game. So yeah. it's looking good for him. I have Devontae Smith in our yeah. league. I just thought the Broncos could pull it out another week. But, eh, whatever. Uh, I'm starting Devontae Smith in my flex position in that league, for sure. Yeah, I don't know how long it's going to last. I'm just going to leave him in. I don't think it's like a league winner type guy right now. Yeah. But, like, I don't know. It's weird. That I'm pretty sure that league is one of the leagues I have Calvary in. Yeah. So you're kind of Which I'm, I'm holding on to hope that he's going to come Yeah, back. I... I mean, it's tough because like the Falcons aren't going to do anything, probably. But it's like it, it's I, I think another not this week nor not or next week, the week after he's yeah. technically eligible to come back. Okay. Because the team take your time, man. We're going to put you on this three week thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so if he wants to come back, he can uh, after next week. Gotcha. Um, and then next uh, Sunday night football, the Chiefs versus the Raiders. You had the Chiefs, I had the Raiders, and of course now the Chiefs are back. 41-14. I kept telling you. The Chiefs I, are going to be back. I just thought it would just be one more. I don't know. I, I, I finally just said, fuck the Chiefs, man. Like, no, they're fine. They're fine. <laughs> and, and that makes my uh, Super Bowl pick for them even better. Yeah. Honestly, in my head. Um, but yeah. So, 41-14. Chiefs are back. Raiders are stinking again. Yeah. Um, they both reverted back to their normal selves. Mm-hmm. The Raiders were overplaying their talent. Yeah. And the Chiefs are underplaying. And now it's back to normal. It's like a freaky fried situation. They just switched back. Yeah. Um, and then Monday Night Football, the Rams versus 49ers. The 49ers actually won 31 to 10. Yeah, just a weird game. Um, just very weird. Debo Samuel went off. Um, this is the only game I watched. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Matt Stafford, the last two weeks was really garbage. Yeah. Um, they, I, they, it's just like he kept overthrowing everyone. And it's like Stafford's mm. fine. It's just. He's having he's in a little slump these last two weeks. Yeah. Um. Hopefully this bye week can like change things for him. I think it will. Yeah. Like I don't. Cause there's some people are saying like maybe the Rams just aren't what we thought, but like I think they'll still be, uh, contender with a top three defense. Doesn't it's matter hard, yeah. how the offense is playing. Exactly. Exactly. Um. And they have the weapons. I just think it was just like it's a they it's, lost Robert Woods and then they brought in OBJ and it was just like kind of weird mm-hmm. a weird week and I don't know the last week against the Titans was a bad game by the Rams yeah this game by the Rams was a fluke game yeah it's weird this wasn't like a mm-hmm. a bad loss I mean it was a really bad loss but there was a lot of like this one this way that one that way yeah while people were already writing off OBJ on the Rams I don't I'm on I yeah think he, I think it's fine I think yeah I don't know I, I'm fine with the Rams I think this bye week's gonna help them I feel you. Um, but that's all for the recap, though. Um, score is currently 104 to 89 in favor of you. So it's white flag waving time. I want to get jerseys made for, <laughs> for Ryan's picks. It's just like, I can't win pickums. I don't know what it is. I just can't do it. It's uh, been three years of this, and I just can't pull it out. Yeah, I, 
I, I, I don't know when. When do we? When? What are we gonna do? I don't know. Are you gonna keep just getting punished? Are you gonna every I, year? I'm saying no, next year I'm not doing punishments anymore because. Like, like, okay, finally we we do like we'll we, do one this year because we already committed to it. But like next I, year, I, no punishments. Then yeah, you'll just, finally win, and then I'll finally win, and I'll, and I'm fine with that. You know what I mean? I'll take that. It's we should, just like we should instead of doing punishments, <laughs> we should just start. All right, you give me twenty bucks. You yeah. Like you just give me twenty bucks. Just twenty bucks, man. I, I would actually do that. I would actually do that. Cause fuck it, it's twenty bucks. Yeah, or we can do instead. We can just do whoever loses each year has to do the full uh, payment for our podcast service. No, that's not. Bad it's like either. six bucks a month. Yeah, but like I'd probably keep losing and just keep fucking. And, you just, and I'll just be doing this for free. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I just pocket all the profits of the uh, koozie sales, but uh, um, no, but I, we should just put money on it. Yeah, I'm down for that. I, I just want to do this year instead of doing a punishment. It's just like, how are we gonna punish guy this year? Yeah, I don't know. Like, we're out of if my, I lose, we're out of my if I somehow lose this and just completely fumble it completely, and you come back and win, I will do the anime punishment that you've been talking about. Yeah, yeah. But if you don't want to do a punishment, you can just pay me money. <laughs> just give me twenty bucks. Um, the next, the next, okay. If you lose, you give me twenty bucks. If I lose, I do anime. Then from that year on forward, we should raise like fifty bucks. Loser. I know exactly what anime I would have you watch too. Okay, it's a good one. It's only like sixty episodes, but all right. And I think that'd be like the floodgates, maybe, to get you into it. I don't think ever <laughs> anime is gonna get me into it. Ah, Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood, pretty good, pretty good. All right, so twenty bucks. All right, if you, if you give me a twenty dollar down for that. All right. Um, you still have to do the SATs, though. Yeah, I do have to do the SATs. I gotta look into that. I'll try doing that Thanksgiving when I'm, like, not talking to my family, watching football, probably. It's like, Google search? How do you yeah. <laughs> I did Google search, like, if we can get, like, a booklet. Like, a practice <laughs> yeah, test. Yeah, yeah, like, a, like, what, yeah. like, what, like, what, like, uh, these little, like, classes that you have to decide. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was, I was looking to see. 300 bucks or something like that. They, they wouldn't give, I looked up, but they don't give them out. Just to like anyone. I think you can get previous years SATs tests though. If you if if you can if you can get I that, I think that's a possibility. I'll, I will. I know they change it every year, so it's, it it eliminates some of the cheating. So I think maybe we could get like last year's SAT pretty I mean, easily and go from there. If that's the case, that I can literally be the proctor mm-hmm. and I can just be in this room yeah. boozing and stuff <laughs> and have a camera on you, like you do like a time lapse of you taking the test yeah. and make a whole video out of it. <laughs> so bad. That'd be funny, actually. Um. Anyways, let's take it over to injuries. Um. For the injury report. So, currently the Falcons and Patriots games ten nothing still. It's about one minute left in the uh, first, first half. half. So, currently out of the game for the Falcons is Hayden Hurst and Cordell Patterson, and some other people. But who gives a shit? Yeah. No one else you'd recognize your names. <laughs> then, uh, Kyler Murray states he is pretty close to returning versus Seattle this week. Um, DeAndre Hopkins did not practice. Uh, I think he didn't practice yesterday, maybe practice today, due to his hamstring injury. I would honestly argue, argue that the uh, Cardinals can still beat Seattle without Kyler. So I think, I think they some, can, I think they can, but they need Kyler. I don't I, know if Cole can do it. They need either Hopkins or Kyler. They need one of the two. I think if it's I think if it's like all right, Kyler, like. You could play at ninety percent, risk another injury, or wait one more week, mm-hmm. and we can roll the dice against the Seahawks because the Seahawks defense yeah. is so bad. It I is. think Colt will be good. It's like Swiss cheese. Yeah, but like, here's my thought: pro- is like my thought process is Colt McCoy with AJ Green and Christian Kirk. Eh. 
with DeAndre Hopkins run in there, I like it more. But then flip it. Enough to like beat, beat Seattle. But then if it's Kyler with only AJ Green and Christian Kirk, I think that's still a winnable game for Absolutely. Seattle. Absolutely. So I think they need one of the two to do it. I just think that defense is so bad that mm-hmm. like their offense it obviously seems like deal like, with that. The the beat up offense the Colonels could deal with the, the normal defense for the Seahawks, mm-hmm. but uh, the defense of the Cardinals are still good enough that they can contain Ross. Yeah, and I th- there's, it seems like there's like internal turmoil like in Seattle right now too. So yeah, then uh, Lions quarterback Jared Goff did not practice due to an oblique injury, which I do not know what that is, but he may not start this week. You know what your obliques are? No, no idea. Um, like clavicle area. And it's like. Shorter blade ish. Okay, shorter blade. Gotcha. It's like back shoulder blade ish. That's like all his muscles are kind of connected. Gotcha. Then uh, Lamar Jackson is currently dealing with a non COVID illness and did not practice uh, this Wednesday. His status for Sunday's game is probable, but he's probably likely to play. Then Aaron Jones is likely out for uh, one to two weeks with a knee injury. AJ Dillon is set to uh, replace him for this uh, week. I'm oh, sorry, obliques. I was, I, <coughs> I was thinking of something else. Obliques are like your side. Ah, okay. Gotcha. Um, then Saints Alvin Kamara returned to practice this Wednesday. And Chargers linebacker Joey Bosa was placed on the COVID list. He is unvaccinated, but he did did test negative once already. So if he does test negative before uh, the game time game against the Steelers on Sunday night, he will play. Yeah. So he just needs one more negative test. He's, 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 let's go give him COVID. <laughs> and then... Uh, Jags, Jaguars James Robinson did not practice with his knee injury. His status is questionable right now. I don't know. Because, like, I thought he was going to play last week, and then he played and put up, like, 18 points. So, I, I don't know what to think of this injury. He's fine. <laughs> it's weird. Then Steelers TJ Watt avoided a major injury to his hip knee area. I honestly thought torn ACL. Yeah. Because that's one of the few parts of the game I actually watched, of course. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Then, uh, also, Mika Fitzpatrick is on the COVID list. Mm-hmm. So his status is unlikely for Sunday. It sucks. And then, as we kind of mentioned earlier, uh, Chase Young is out for the season with a torn ACL. And the team also announced that quarterback Ryan Fitzpatrick is not expected to return this season. What was his injury? I don't know. But I thought it was like a two-week thing. It's weird that they're just like not bringing him. They're like, yeah, we're not bringing him back this year. It's like, it, what do you mean? There's like, one with Heineke? Like, yeah, I mean, like, Heineke's all right. But, like, it's like Fitzpatrick has a better chance to win games. Not, the NFC, like the seventh seed in the NFC is kind of open, but like I think it's kind of out of reach for even the football team right now. Yeah, like, what are they doing? Like, all right, we're just going to tank? Yeah. I, it might as well. Like, hey, Ryan, we'll bring it back next year, <laughs> but like we're going to lose on some purpose? I don't know. It's weird. And then the Titans place wide receiver Julio, Julio Jones on IR, so he's going to be out for at least three weeks. And uh, the Rams, during practice uh, this last week before Sunday, the wide receiver Robert Woods. Uh, Tours ACL in practice, so he's on season-ending IR. And uh, crazily enough, they signed OBJ earlier that day, so it kind of that was out. wild. It was weird. Is it, is they now <laughs> like, I thought OBJ. it was like they knew about the injury, and then all right, let's go get it. Because literally, like the practice after they signed OBJ. <laughs> yeah, um, but that's all I have for the injuries. Um, next up, the headlines. So first up, this just broke before um, we were recording after I made the notes, but apparently. The chef for o- for AB came out and said that his vaccine card is fake. <laughs> I love it. I love I love AB headlines. Essentially, he presented the NFL a fake vaccine card 
Um, the Bucks came out since then and denied the claims, saying that you know there's no basis for him. Um, I don't know because it seems like something he'd do. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like there can't be like there's no shot that like the Bucks were okay with that. You know what I mean? Like the Bucks were like, ah, this is fake, but okay. If they knew about it, they wouldn't. They, they would. And it's like, why would you separate? Like, if it was Tom Brady that did that, okay, I can see why you maybe made the exception. Your third roster, but it's like wide receiver three. That, but like, is only there because Tom Brady, like, pretty much he owes Tom Brady money. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> that's it. Yeah, exactly. You actually, know? like, so I, I don't know. It seems like that's something OB, uh, AB would do, though. Yeah. Then uh, Cam Newton is back and trending towards starting for Carolina, obviously. Uh, he got some snaps, so it's looking like he's going to get the start this week. Um, he, he did pretty good. Do you think the Panthers can do something weird no. with Cam Newton? I think Cam Newton's going to have a great rest of the season. They just, I don't think. Do you think it's enough to make him come back next year to Carolina? Yeah. Yeah. Possibly. And I think, he, I think I'd rather have him, if he's playing good. Mm-hmm. I'd rather have him over Sam Darnold. Yeah. Um, real, can I make a quick comment about Mac Jones real quick? Yeah, yeah. He, they literally had to settle for a field goal at halftime instead of like getting it, uh, getting a first right, and trying yeah. to get a touchdown. The man was screaming "fuck" as he went off, showing multiple times. Yeah. Shoot him on the bench, and Hoyer was like comforting him, and he was like, <laughs> okay. you know, pissed off because he didn't get a first down. It was like fourth and it was like third and like twenty, and they were like one yard short because he threw a great pass. And he was so pissed off about it. That just shows like he has Belichick loves his kid. I'm like, that's to, such a Belichick. I'm starting like, to feel guy. like Mac Jones is kind of a scumbag. I think he's a scumbag. With like, scumbag? The, with like the uh, ankle grabbing and the tripping play right, that, that he's getting called for. That's one time. Like, Remember making like a it seems like thing. he's getting like kind of like like you know how like you might get pissed off at video games or like you might see somebody rage quit something like that. With him, I feel like it's kind of like him. Like a, white, like a white kid with a wealthy family and gets pissed like, Mommy, you cut my crust right. Yeah, something like that. Where he like, was a childhood actor. I don't, I, I kind of see that. And I don't know. I, I don't know. It could just never ha- come up again. But, like, I, I, if something happened where, like, it's like, all right, we got to get rid of Mac Jones at this point. I, I can see a, that kind of being the reasoning. That's an interesting take. It's a weird take. But I like it. I don't know. I mean, I'm not going like, to dispute it. I, yeah. I, I, I kind of agree. It's just like, because if you say anything wrong about Mac Jones, it pays your sound. Shut like, up! Oh, my God. Okay, how dare you? He's the next Tom Brady <laughs> yeah. in their eyes. And then uh, Baker Mayfield claims that he is, quote, probably the most beat up I've been, but I don't think anybody gives a damn. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> you're absolutely right, Baker. So do you think that Baker's justified here? And do you think that a healthy Baker would make the Browns' problems a non-factor? If you're no. Deal with? No. <laughs> I think, personally, I, I'm not trying to be biased here. Yeah. Um, I just think that Baker's not that great, and he's using this injury as a crutch. Yeah. I think Baker has the ability to be very, very good. Mm-hmm. Like, even that loss against the Chargers, when he, like, went off, they, like, he did very, very good that game. Yeah. Um, it's just like, I think you see more of this dysfunctional, like, Baker not being good than you do him being good. So that's why, like, a lot of people think Baker's not good, but then a lot of people are arguing that he is good. Yeah. Because, like, half the games he's good and half the games he's bad. He's not consistent. Yeah. He's I kinda, not a consistent quarterback. I kind of think Nick Chubb's, like, the big factor for this team where if he's he out. established the run. Yeah, if he's out, it's kind of like, yeah, this is a wash. Like, You're right, though. It is. And they don't have Kareem Hunt either for a fallback option. Like, but, Ernest Johnson's good, but, like, 
he's not the guy, you know. Yeah, absolutely, and I and you're absolutely right. It's Baker's good whenever everyone's playing in the run. Mm-hmm. The defense is playing to the run. Yeah, exactly. And when they don't have a run, and you're and forcing OBJ to have to like do shit, mm-hmm. it's not going to work out. But yeah. if you establish a run enough that they keep playing run defense, you're going to have uh, passing wide open, and that's mm-hmm. when Baker does good. Then next up, the Jets announced that they will be starting quarterback Joe Flacco versus the Dolphins and that Zach Wilson is not 100%. Do you buy or sell the Jets' stance on Wilson's health? I Do you think he's 100% right now? He could go play, but they're just like, eh, Joe Flacco, let's just go with him right now. Wait, so... So the Jets are rolling with Joe Flacco. Oh, he's not 100%. Dolphins. No, I, I think he's not 100%. You think? Yeah. I kind of think he's 100%. I think he's, like, good to go, but Salah's just like, eh. I take I mean, take another week off, bud. I can see why you say that. Yeah, but I think I I think if you're jet, you're the Jets like organization, you'd rather have Zach Wilson play and try to show the fans like, all right, listen, <laughs> it would be a good game to like get that bounce back and get some it's the Dolphins. Dolphins. They're not that great this year. They had a flu yeah. against the Ravens. Like it's a it's a game where Zach Wilson can go off. Mm-hmm. So why would you hold him back on that? True. And like, what, who's their game after? Like. If he's all 100%, but he's 100% next week. Then they're, they're going to be like, all right, Rams. Like, let's go, Zach. <laughs> yeah, where are the Jets at? <laughs> um, Who they got next? It's not the Bills. It's probably like a... The Texans, which Ooh. is also not bad. You can bring them back. And then after that, the Eagles. <laughs> you bad game to bring them back. Playoffs? <laughs> <And> then <laughs> the Saints. Yeah. What if they call him out and then they bring him back? Into the, <laughs> yeah. like, the only good, competent defense yeah. in the next couple games. Um, and then we kind of mentioned earlier, but OBJ was signed by the Los Angeles Rams. He was activated for the Monday Night Football game. He only had a couple of catches, a uh, few targets, but I mean, it, I think it's good that he at least got some like targets and catches. Um, he didn't do much at all, but uh, Stafford had a bad game. The defense, the whole like yeah. team had a bad game. Um, I don't. I don't think that the lack of targets on OBJ is anything to look into. Yeah, I think he got signed and then had like a half a week of practice. I think, I think it's good he did what he did. I mean, he could put up zero, and I would have still like justified like, yeah, boy, he just got signed there. Yeah, like, the fact know. that he caught, had he was two for three for like ten yards, or whatever it yeah. is, eighteen yards, something mm-hmm. like that maybe. Um, I think after this bye week, I think this bye week. I said it already. This bye week's huge for him. Mm-hmm. Stafford has time to work out what he's thinking about. The team has time to adjust from Robert Woods to OBJ. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Part so I hate OBJ because my biases. I had him in fantasy for many years when he was on the Browns and at the end of the Giants, and he would just like do the shit where he puts up like five point games every week, and then he'd have one week where I didn't need him to put up like forty five points. Yeah. And then I'm like, great. I didn't. I needed that two weeks ago, man. But now you're doing this when I'm up like fifty points already. Yeah. But, I so, but, like, there's something about this where I'm, like, I could see him being, like, a league winner kind of player. A what? Like, a league winner in fantasy football oh, kind of player. Yeah. I have, I picked him back up in the one league I had him. I was thinking about making a trade for him. So, I had him, I dropped him, mm-hmm. and no one picked him up. And then as soon as, like, the Browns released him, I picked him back up. Yeah. yeah. I said, no matter what team he's on, he's going to be better. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm actually the exact opposite. I always hated OBJ because I, I thought... So at the time of the catch, right, when he's yeah, on the Giants, yeah. that was when A.B. saw on the Steelers, and people would always say, OBJ is a better receiver than A.B., and I was always like, fuck you. So I hated OBJ because of that. And then 
He went to the Browns. I hate him because of that. Mm-hmm. I they're on Monday Night Football. I was watching with Joey, our good friend Joey. Yeah, yeah. and I was saying it would be so sick if OBJ on team. I don't hate because they have Aaron Donald. And I'm always gonna root for Aaron Donald. Mm-hmm. I kind of like the Rams. Yeah. They're kind of my one of my favorite NFC teams. Mm-hmm. I was saying, how sweet would it be if the Browns lost OBJ, then he goes to the Rams and they just go off, yeah. and, they, and, they, and he helps get Aaron Donald a ring. Yeah, and the Browns so, are like bottom of the AFC North again. Yeah, and then, and then Joey's <laughs> like, you know what, that would be sweet. So we both started acting <laughs> true, like, OBJ's open! Fast him! So I'm kind of becoming an OBJ fan, all right, so I'm all right. really hoping that he kills it. <laughs> um, and then next up, so Mike McCarthy's back at his uh, crazy antics again. <laughs> So last year, there was a big loss from the Cowboys. I can't remember who they played, but pretty much Mike McCarthy came out during practice the next week and just started having the team smashing watermelons. Yeah. And they went into the next week and they blew out whoever the hell The Vikings. Yeah, the Vikings. The Vikings are favored by double digits. Yeah, and they killed them. Yeah. (laughs) So then this week, obviously the Broncos lost last week pretty handily to the Broncos. So, Mike McCarthy came out to practice and handed out bottles of monkey butt to the players. Monkey butt is anti-chafing powder or liquid or something. Uh, It's something for anti-chafing. And the players came out the next week and they fucking killed the Falcons. Why do you eat monkey butt? I don't know. (laughs) I guess, I don't know. Maybe it seemed like you guys like had... Got your ass chapped yeah, or something. Yeah, got, got like chafed ass cheeks or something. You, you ask a hand to yeah. us? Maybe. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe it was not a motivational thing. We need- and, and he's like, you guys, I love this product. Take this. And everyone's like, oh, hey, Coach really wants us to play better? Check out my new sponsorship. Yeah, like the players, like the players, like thought of it as a big motivational thing. And Mike McCarthy said like, oh, I just wanted you guys to like have a not chafed butt. We need to watch like Mike McCarthy's like, uh, account statements <laughs> that, that has to be released to the public so we can just keep an eye like why the hell is he buying like 53 watermelons <laughs> and 53 sledgehammers like something's going on I'm hammering the cowboys this why week. do you get a cameo from Gallagher <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> is that anything look into this like dude I can't believe it but that's just hilarious um, that's wild actually I, I did like I said before I did not hear yeah that. I'm surprised because they were talking about part of my take too I think I might have zoned out that part. Um, and then uh, the Patriots wide receiver, Jacoby Myers, finally scored his first NFL touchdown after 1,522 career receiving yards. I bet, uh, for the last three weeks, I bet on him scoring his first touchdown. Yeah. This Sunday, because I had a big work event, I, well, I missed a lot of these games. Yeah. I forgot to bet it. And of course he did it. It's tough. Of course. I mean, I, I, he wouldn't have gone until I started, started, mm-hmm. started betting it. And then I mentioned this earlier, but the whole DK Metcalf thing. Uh, they interviewed him after the game, and he stated his frustrations are stemming from being tired of losing. Mm. Do you think DK is going to be on Seattle next year? I I think yes. I think as long as Russ is there. Yeah, I think he's going to stay with Russ. As long as Russ is there, yeah. If he, if he has a competent quarterback, he'll stay. If, mm. if Russ leaves, he's gone. Then he's It's like there. Devontae Adams and Rodgers. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. Then uh, the NFL came out and fined Bears defensive end Cassius Marsh for the uh, controversial taunting penalty from last week's Monday Night Football game. Kind of fucked. <laughs> the it, NFL fined him. For I that. think the NFL was just seeing like the pulling the. All right, everyone's saying it's not a thing, so we'll just find this guy <laughs> so like, we can double down on it. And then um, what was that noise? It's like a weak burp. It's a very weak. That, that sounds like you're like a, a frog in a bayou. <laughs> <laughs> then uh. 
In history this week, in 1977, Hall of Fame Walter Payton rushed for 275 yards in a 10-7 win over the Bears over the Vikings. This placed him as the most rushing yards in a game at the time. Trivia. Could you name two players above him since 1977? So two guys who had more rushing yards in a single game? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or anyone below him currently in the top ten. AP. Yeah, that's number one. 296 yards in 2007 against the Chargers. Yeah. Um, I feel like this next one's going to be... So you have weird... You have four options. Small Charles. He's number eight, 259, against I, the Broncos in 2010. I, I only said him because you said him instead of Jamal Lewis yeah. earlier, so I knew he was on your yeah. brain. Um, all right, um, let's see here. It's funny how those que- that trivia question you gave me earlier kind of overlaps with this in a way. Yeah, uh, running back shit. Um, I'll give you a Chris hint. Chris Johnson? I'll Chris? give you a hint. We talked about him. Chris Johnson? No, it's not Chris Johnson. Barry Sanders? Two of them happened this year. Oh, Derrick Henry had a crazy game. Derrick Henry's number 13. He had it against oh, the Texans sure. this year. 250 yards. There's another one you might not expect. I mean, you got it. I'll give it to you. But From this year? Yeah. Don't tell me. Don't tell me. Don't tell me. I feel like that's going to be... I feel like it's going to be Jonathan Taylor. Yep. Yeah. 253 against the Jags. I'd say that one Jags game, mm-hmm. it went off. Uh, can I keep guessing? Uh, yeah, you can. What do I have to keep guessing? What do I have to keep guessing? No, you won it already, but there's some, I other, get the two there's some other names from the past in here that, like, I was like, this is kind of sweet. Okay, good then. All right, all right. Ray Rice, because you love what Ray Rice did. No, Ray Rice isn't in here. I love what he did. <laughs> the fuck it, dude? I'm just, I'm just saying, you're like, oh, there's some so names that are kind number, of awesome. Number two was Jamal Lewis. Oh, okay, we just right. mentioned, okay. 295 against the uh, Browns. So good job there. Jerome Harrison... Who was on the Browns? Did it against the Chiefs. I don't remember that name. Corey Dillon had 278 oh. for the Bengals against the Broncos. Yeah. OJ Simpson. No, you love what he did too. <laughs> 273 against the Lions. Uh, Sean Alexander, 266 against the Raiders. Um, Is L- uh, LT? Because I no, was LT's not here. I was thinking. I was thinking that he's era. more of a touchdown guy. I was thinking of the area with like Sean Alexander and yeah. LT, and I was. I didn't think Sean Alexander, but I was thinking here's that where era. some of the names come in though. Demarco Murray, two hundred and fifty-three oh, against the Rams. Okay, and then Doug Martin, two hundred and fifty. Two hundred and fifty-one against the Raiders. Damn, I remember that game. He put up like fifty-three points. Who was that guy from the Jags? Who was good? Maurice um, Jones Drew. Maurice Jones Drew. I was, yeah. I was close to that. And um, it's another big name. Is that is that that fellow from the Bears? Um, Matt Forte. I was, that name popped in my head, but yeah. I couldn't remember his name. I was like the guy from the that Bears. A, that was a great like that decade of good era. Just great running backs. Aaron Foster. Aaron Foster. Dude, I love him. Aaron Foster's career was weird. It was like mm-hmm. it was like a a solid five years with the Texans. Yeah. And afterwards, he went to the Dolphins. And I thought he was going to kill it for the Dolphins. And mm-hmm. he's kind of like slowly fades to the background and retired. But yeah. He retired kind of young. He probably could have kept going. Yeah. Then, uh, last thing I have for headlines, former Raiders coach John Gruden files a lawsuit. The reverse Uno card against the NFL and Commissioner Cadell. That's absurd. He's alleged... This is where it gets absurd. He's alleging that the accused party sought out to ruin his career and character. <laughs> That's just absurd. <laughs> but if you literally are emailing about like racist, misogynistic <laughs> shit, and they're trying and to and calling the commissioner a, a pussy, a pussy, 
And uh, what's his face? Did they call Biden a pussy too? He might have. <laughs> like, how's the league? How's the league's fault? Because it came out after an investigation. <laughs> so funny, dude. I mean, honestly, it's weird, but I feel like they might settle for him. Because I wouldn't be surprised if the NFL did shady shit that they just don't want to come out from this. That's true. You know what I That's mean? That's a very good point. Like, they, like, they probably have some of their own skeletons in their closet. Exactly. They're, that they're just like, we don't want to go to court for anything against this guy because he can fucking throw us under the bus. You know? Yeah, absolutely. Um, next up, segments. First up, guys, grandiose gangs. Okay. All right. So here it is. It gets, I don't know. It, 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 it's tough because like a lot of these teams lost. I didn't know what to do with it. First up, I have the Titans. Okay. They've been beating teams. They have been beating teams that they shouldn't have been beating. They've been doing it without Derrick Henry. And right now, I think they're the best team in football. All right. The other teams are just showing me, like, signs where I'm like, what the fuck? There's one. I think there's one team. Okay. That sure. should be number one. I think Titans should be top three. Yeah. I think it should be top three. I think I there might be two or three on yeah. my list. Next up, I have number two, the Packers. Yeah. That's the team you thought number one? No. Okay. Number two, I have the Packers. Um, I think Packers are the either two or three. Yeah. The Packers. They're the other, whatever the Titans aren't in the top three, uh, the Packers are top three. The Packers have uh, really good defense this year. Um, Aaron Rodgers is doing his thing. They're going to be without Aaron Jones for a couple of weeks, but... Honestly, I think they'll be fine. Green Bay's been successful without a running back for mm-hmm. a long time before Aaron Jones came to town. Uh, number three, I have the Cowboys. Not like I think. I think. I think they're a solid number four. Okay. Um, the Cowboys. They're really good. Though. I'm just giving them the credit because I haven't been giving it to them all season, and this is a good opportunity considering all the other good teams lost. Yeah, I get that. But the Cowboys. I mean. Their defense isn't amazing, but it's been good enough to win games. It's made a right huge now. improvement. It's made a huge improvement, and the offense is just finally healthy altogether, and it's clicking. Mm-hmm. And C.D. Lamb's looking amazing um, in his second year, and Amari Cooper. I mean, he's not doing like tremendously this year, but he's like you know he's just doing what he has to do in terms of like a wide receiver committee. Um, Zeke's doing his thing. Tony Pollard's helping out. He's in a honestly, he might be the best backup running back in the league. Tony yeah. Pollard. Oh, absolutely. And then Dax, you know, he's come Dax Dax. Dax, when he's Dax probably gonna win comeback player of the year. People are arguing for MVP. It's just, you know, he's doing yeah. his thing. Absolutely. Um number four I have the Cardinals. That's it. Yeah. I think Cardinals should be number one. I feel that because it's the injuries. But they lost they lost to the the uh the Panthers, whenever they don't have D. Hopper, Kyler, yeah, and then they lost the Packers due to the AJ Green. Like if literally if AJ Green just turned AJ around, Green just like that, shut off the controller. Early. That that may sound like ridiculous yeah. to argue that, no, but it is true. Like I think Cardinals and Packers are the two best teams in the league right now, mm-hmm. and the fact that they lost to the Packers because of a fluke play by AJ Green mm-hmm. makes that loss a little bit better. Yeah, and then the other loss is whenever like their top two players on offense are both out. Yeah, so I, I feel that I, I think they're number one, even though they just lost. Mm-hmm. Um, but still, they're a great football team. Mm-hmm. Um, they'll probably be back up at the top of this list after this week. But you know, they did lose, and I'm going to just take this opportunity to you know let some other teams shine that have been killed. No, no, and I get it. I 100 percent get it. Um, number five, I have the Bills. Yep. Um, they're winning games against bad teams right now. They did lose to the Jags. That was a fluke loss. 
I feel I've said this before, but I feel like it's just a lack of running game for the Bills that might be their Achilles heel Which in, they in their chase for a title. If they would have cha- traded for a running back at the deadline, that would be huge. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. Mark Ingram went to the Saints. If they would have got Mark Ingram, I would already say yeah, games yeah. Um, do you think like maybe even going out and getting a guy like Todd Gurley would be a bad move for them? Yeah, Bell. Yeah. Maybe not Lev Bell. Because, like, I mean, like, I don't think Le'Veon Bell has anything left in the tank, but we'll get more into that later. Yeah, yeah, we will. Um, and then, number six, I have the Chiefs. Yes, they had a killer game against the Raiders, but they were off the list, and I can't just throw them at number one because it looks like the Chiefs are back. Oh, yeah, they're back, but to be fully back, you need three solid weeks. Yeah, they need give me three solid weeks, Kansas City. Um, I think... Jackson Mahomes wasn't at the state. Yeah. So, like, I, he was going to be a weenie the week, but he just was two <laughs> yeah. weeks ago. So, I don't want to put him again. So, like, he wasn't there. And, it, like, people are saying, like, maybe just don't have Jackson Mahomes come to the games and the Chiefs will be okay. Yeah. Because I feel like in his head, he's, like, worrying about, like, what the fuck is my brother doing right now? Like, Mickey's like, fuck, what's he doing? Where's he at? Is he dancing on a dead man's fucking yeah. number the day they're retiring his name? Yeah. That's so fucked. Then uh, number seven, I have the Rams. Um, that's very, that's very good spot because they had two bad weeks. Yeah, doesn't mean they're a bad team, but they're definitely not a top mm-hmm. three anymore. Yeah, I don't think they're a bad team. They did have a loss to Robert Woods, but they gained OBJ. Um, we'll see. I mean, Cooper Cup's still like having a great year, so it really for me boils down to if OBJ can step up and if Stafford can get back to like playing how he was earlier in the year. Yeah. Um, the defense will be on par still. Daryl Henderson's been having a good year. Um, number eight, though, I have the Bucks. They're they're like they're the playoff team. As long as they make playoffs, it's you know it's whatever at that point. Absolutely, they'll be fine. That's um, absolutely what's gonna happen. Dude, they're just gonna make the playoffs. Yeah, Tom Brady's gonna do it. Tom Brady. I mean, Leonard Fournette's fine, finally having like the year that we thought where he was gonna have last year. He's killing it. Yeah, he's having such a good year. Um, and the receiving core for the Bucks is doing amazing right now. AB will have to figure out more on this whole vaccine card thing, but he's looking like he might be coming back soon, which just gives them more help. Absolutely. Um, number nine, I have the Patriots. Um, I, I don't blame you. Yeah. So they've been the hottest team in football right now. Um, they weren't on the. I don't think they were on the list last week. They weren't. They weren't. So. I want to throw them on. I still don't think they're like better than any of the previous contenders we've been discussing, but they deserve a spot in the top ten right now. Until, until they lose, until until they either yep. beat or have a very close game against the Bills, they probably won't be higher than any of these other teams. I agree. I agree. And then number ten, I have the Ravens. Um, kind of like I didn't know how, who else to put here <laughs> in a way. And I think yeah, it was a fluke loss to the Dolphins. There is some problems the Ravens probably have to be worried about, and I don't know if they can contend for a Super Bowl, but I think they'll bounce back fine, and they're still a top ten team right now. I just—is there anybody you can think to put a ten? I I can't. No, I'm, I'm, that's what I'm doing my head right now. Yeah, I just can't think because like I obviously Forty Niners are playing good, but they're still a bad record. Yeah, it's just, uh, yeah, I can't justify it. Saints, no, Trevor Simeon. They just lost. Panthers aren't good. Yeah, I mean Cam's back, but it's, you can't put them top ten. Vikings are so inconsistent. Yeah, I can't. Chargers yeah. are so inconsistent. The mm-hmm. Browns are so inconsistent. Yep. We're so inconsistent. Mm-hmm. Bengals are inconsistent. The Colts are inconsistent. Yeah. Bengals are, yeah. Just, Ravens, Ravens are better than all I, the teams we just I, named. I can't think of anybody else to put there. All the team, teams we just named are better than, mm-hmm. than... I mean, the Ravens are better than all the teams we just named. Finally, Hunter Henry got a catch. Holy shit. Mm-hmm. Um, next up, 
your weenies of the week. All right, so we put a lot of pins in this. Yeah, yeah, we did. So, so we so let's unpack it all. I'm sure yeah. everyone. I mean, not everyone. Yeah, people might figure out who these are <laughs> yeah. as of right now. Number three, or by the graphic you put out earlier today. That's also, I <laughs> That's also true. I all, I forget. I always post before we record. Number three, Jamal Adams. Yeah. Um, so in the Packers Seattle game, mm-hmm. uh, it was three nothing for literally in the third quarter. Like it was a defensive battle, battle going back and forth. It was very close. Uh, when it's three nothing, the Packers are in the red zone. They threw an interception in the end zone. Jamal Adams got it. That is only his third career interception. The first one since 2019. Um, he celebrated the interception yeah. by doing the discount double check belt. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers saw that, got pissed, ended up scoring. They, I think they got the ball back like off another turnover like later that drive. Yeah, and Rodgers went fourteen and zero for the rest of the game, like basically <laughs> a quarter. Just threw two touchdowns, and after the game, he was asked about that, and he said, "quote I didn't see him do that, but there hasn't been a lot of positive things that come from guys doing it over the years." Yeah. So yeah. basically, Aaron Rodgers said he definitely did see it or definitely heard about it. Said, hey, Jamal Adams, you're fucking overrated. You only had your this is your third ever interception. I'm just gonna do Aaron Rodgers things and make mm-hmm. you pay for doing the discount double check belt. Um, I don't know if this is true. Yeah. But I think Jamal Adams has the same number of interceptions in his career as Vince Wolfork. Three? Yeah. I know last week against the I Bears. saw a graphic and I don't know if it was from like a joke account or a legit it's account. <laughs> Cam Hayward has two. So before this yeah. interception, I remember after the Bears game when Cam Hayward got that one bat down catch, mm-hmm. they said Cam Hayward has the most same amount as Jamal Adams. So <laughs> I, I can 100% believe that yeah. Vince Wolfork has three. And it was funny because they just showed a picture of Jamal Adams then Vince Wolfork, but it was like just big man Vince Wolfork where he was like pushing the fucking weight limit for the NFL. <laughs> so, and it was like a side angle too, Vince Wolfork. So you, like, you saw every bit of the gut. <laughs> I, I love whenever he's in like the overalls. Yeah, yeah. Um, but God, I mean, I'm just glad the Jets got rid of him. Vince Wolfork has three. I mean, honestly, I, I, I he has three. Yeah, Wolf I'm Wolf. honestly glad that the Jets got rid of him. Jamal Adams, I because like he's a he's he's hasn't done anything for Seattle. Like, how is he considered high? Like, I know he's considered this high of like a safety because he he does very good pass defense. And, he, and he's a blitzing safety. He's yeah. a really good tackler. Really good. Like he gets a lot of sacks. But like I, whenever we're at the Seattle game, mm-hmm. we had a bunch of Seattle people on our thing. So I said this to be like kind of like a dick. Yeah. But I was like, Jamal Adams fucking sucks. He's so overrated. Would it be outlandish to move him to like a linebacker? They were debating that. I'm pretty sure in Seattle. I don't think that'd be a bad move. I'm pretty sure they're debating in Seattle to move him to outside linebacker. Like I don't think that'd be a bad move at all. I think that's. I could just see him not being about it, and that's the whole dilemma. He that would fit his place that way better mm-hmm. than a, being a safety. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Um, because the eyes wouldn't be on him for fucking blown coverage and you know missed yeah. interceptions. Like like shit. a linebacker who can cover is mm-hmm. huge. Yeah, he can cover as a linebacker, but his main thing is like rushing the quarterback. Yeah, yeah. So it should be. Um. All right, number two, Le'Veon Bell. Le'Veon Bell. Was cut just after five games with the Ravens. <laughs> um, I'm pretty sure he posted this big long post and like, "Thank you, the Ravens fan yeah, nation. Yeah. It's the best time I ever had in my life." Yeah, all right, bud. Le'Veon Bell. You said that when you left the Jets. He took a year out of his prime to the pull out of a, a contract negotiation with the Steelers just to go to a shitty ass Jets team where yes, he's guaranteed money. He did nothing. 
Then he got cut by them, went to the Chiefs, literally got zero snaps, went to the Ravens, did nothing. Yep. He's a weenie. Not because he's like, yeah, going for guaranteed money turns out to be perfect for him because, like, the Jets paid him a shit ton of money to do absolutely nothing. Yeah. However, he's kind of a weenie for wasting a year of his prime because right now we're seeing that after the Ravens cut him, he, he's, he's, he's done. He's done. He's done. He's cold. And that's why he's a weenie because he's done. Um, did he's you see done. his Twitter? His Twitter after he got cut? No. He, he changed his bio to, like, all the, uh, like, hate comments about him essentially like washed up like um things like that like hashtag washed up hashtag like bad running back things like that just all over his bio and then he just put after it did i miss anything oh uh, and yeah. i just commented he finally understood the assignment <laughs> that's great <laughs> but uh but yeah, he no, is like, it, like, like, it's crazy how he literally wasted a year of his prime which we found out was a very small window for him mm-hmm to try to get a bigger contract and all those place. running backs, dude. Todd Gurley. Gurley, Melvin Gordon, who like he's doing all right right now, but he's like really just touchdown dependent, and he's back up to. A he's rookie. not where he was. Yeah, exactly. And uh, the only one that like outshined all of that was Derrick Henry, which his makes sense. Yeah, yeah exactly. Because his he's actually a good running back. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, let's get into it. Number one, the Steelers. Yeah. How the fuck did we tie the lines? Because Mason Rudolph threw the ball 45-plus times. All right, none, none of our quarterbacks should be throwing that much. All right, let's change it to <clears throat> how the fuck is Matt Cannon have a job? Why do we hire him? I was yeah. a big Matt Cannon guy. I was too. But the Lions literally ran all over us mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. of the weather conditions. That's the way you do it. That's yeah. what you do in those weather conditions. <clears throat> Matt Cannon <laughs> said, oh, that's cool you're doing this, but watch this. It has yeah. made me a backup quarterback throw two interceptions, and then – in overtime, the two times we could have won with a field goal, yeah. our guys fumbled because running with, like, yeah. when you're a receiver, running, like, the Friermuth and Deontay Johnson. Yeah, that, fr- that Friermuth fumble sucked. That sucked. Because it, it like, well. almost went out of bounds, but yeah. then he tried to bat it out of bounds, but it didn't go. Yeah, and it was just, like, sitting there at the fucking sideline for him. Oh, that one sucked. That one hurt to watch, but... I don't. I don't blame Booth for it, but I don't blame Booth. I don't blame Deontay Johnson. Yeah, I blame that that game shouldn't even gone to overtime. The Steelers were the biggest winnies of the week because that was such a classic Tomlin plays down to our competition, mm-hmm. and that's a game we should have won. Like I said, it's a game we should have won even with a backup. And yeah. We did it because we just played the game completely wrong. Yeah, like you have fucking Najee Harris, who's arguably rookie of the year. You could some might argue that. Top three. He's gonna fi- finish finalist. Top two for the yeah. fucking rookie. Tim and of the Jamar. Year. <laughs> yeah, Tim and Jamar. And like to not fucking run with him the entire game is just beyond me. It's in ridiculous. weather conditions. And furthermore, okay, you went out and you got Dwayne Haskins in the offseason. Not that I'm saying Dwayne Haskins is like the guy after Ben, but why don't you just fucking play him? You know what you're gonna get with Mason Rudolph. Yeah, and I think it's been crazier that Right now, Ben is should come back, but they're saying if he doesn't come back, they're rolling with Mason again. Which is ridiculous. Last week, we saw what Mason could do. He threw 50 times and didn't cut zero touchdowns, right? Uh, no, I think he had one. But the one, I think it was rushing. It was James Washington. Oh, you're right. You're right. You're right. I, I, and I, as soon as I saw him catch it, I was like, damn, you know, I really should have, like, like, bet on James Washington. Because, like, they fucking, that first year where Mason Rudolph looked good in preseason... It was like him and James Washington just teammate, doing it. Yeah. yeah, they were just killing it. I was like, because I feel like he always does better when Mason's in. But I... 
And like I said, no reason that any of our quarterbacks should throw for 45 plus times. Especially not, like you said, especially not in the rain. Especially not in the rain. That's stupid. But yeah, I, I, I like your weenies. Yeah. All right. I have one too, but good. We'll probably table it. But Jake Gyllenhaal. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, but <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. It's just it's not, I, I try to stick with football with the weenies. Um, I almost put Ben Simmons as a weenie. <laughs> week. I was like, all right, I have to stick with football. Um, next up, the fifty yarder mm-hmm. takes that might go in, might go wide right. But yeah. uh, all right, you want me to go first or you? Up to you. I'll go first. The Titans are winning the Super Bowl as long as Derrick Henry returns for the playoffs. All right. Their schedule, the rest of the season, will likely keep them number one in the AFC. They yeah. have, I think they play the Texans twice. They, they Their schedule is so It's cake. It's, like, it's like us, the, the Jaguars. Team, they play the Patriots next week, and then that's it. You know, the Jags, the Texans twice, us, and like someone else. Yeah. yeah. And I, no, they already beat, they already finished the Colts, so it's. The Jags twice, the Texans twice. No, Jags once. Jags once, Texans twice. Uh, I think the no, no. Here, I'll pull it up right now. Yeah, pull it up. Pull it up. You know, I, I, I did look at this. I did say uh, to someone in an argument the other day that the Titans were going to be number one seed. And, like, if they have the number one seed, they're also going to be playing an easy route to the fucking Super Bowl. To so the Texans? Yeah. The Pats? A bye week, a late bye week. Okay, that's good. Then they come back from the bye to the Jaguars. Yep. Stellars. Yep. 49ers. 49ers the other one. Dolphins. Dolphins, and yeah. And Texans. Cake. Yeah. Fucking cake, dude. They got like, over the Chiefs already. They got over the Bills like they, already. They, they should got over the route that. They, they might lose to the Patriots, Rams. but they can route that entire thing. Absolutely. Um, And then, furthermore, um, if they're the one seed, they'll be having an easier route to the Super Bowl. And it'll also, if they have an easier route, it'll give Henry time to readjust. They'll have, another, they'll have an extra buy. No, if they're number one seed, they'll have a they'll have a buy after. The oh season, yeah, yeah, the yeah. wild card weekend. Exactly, day, and that gives Derek Henry more time to come back. Yeah, because it's a seven-two. That's right. Yeah. Um, and then they also proven that they can beat the best of the NFC, like the Bucks and the Rams. They played the Cardinals already. They got cooked by the Cardinals, but when you play a team earlier in the year, you can play them again. You kind of have that tape on them, yeah. and you kind of know what to expect, and can plan around it. So I think that honestly, like I wouldn't be surprised if they beat the Cardinals in the Super Bowl. And right now on Barstool Sportsbook, they're plus eleven hundred to win the Super Bowl. That's not bad. That's not bad. So I got the- considering the place they're in right now and the rest of the season they're going to yeah. have. Like, wait till they're the one seed in the AFC. That those odds aren't going to be as good. Yeah. Um. The only thing I would, or not argue with it, but I have money on this, so I'm like the Chiefs. For this. The Chiefs. The Chiefs, yeah. are, if they are fully back, yeah, yeah, I think you get a rematch from the Chiefs and Titans when they're like fully clicking. That's different. But you know that if they're in the playoffs, Jackson Mahomes is going to be at those games. And if this thing continues, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> where yeah. Jackson Mahomes isn't there and the Chiefs are winning, like, <laughs> what happened? Uh, the, the, it was a first down by pass. That was the craziest play ever. I just saw the wow face, and I looked behind me. The I wish I wish should replay Look at this. Look at this safety just spawn sprinting. Look. That's like a polymon. If he was <laughs> if he was a second and a half faster or quicker on that, it could have been a polymolo. But that guy. timing yeah. was perfect. He was a full sprint and there was no slowing down to the line of scrimmage and he like didn't yeah. have to. Hell of a catch. Hell of a catch. That's why like the wild face that was I saw him sprinting from like fifteen yards deep. Damn. And the timing was perfect. He Your boy's get- seventeen of nineteen right now. 
It's good for fantasy. Yeah, I'm gonna lose the pickums. I already know I've lost this pickum, but man, I, don't care. I wouldn't count it out just yet. If they score here, yeah, I'd count it out. No, I mean I don't care. That's, that's, that was a that was a gut loss. Um, but all right, I like that fifty yard. Yeah, that's mine. That's a very good fifty yard, I think. It's all contingent if Derrick Henry comes back because I don't think they can keep that up if they go into the playoffs. That's a good fifty yard because that's like should happen, mm-hmm. but there always could be like playoffs like Chiefs like and like Derrick Henry always kills at the end of the year. <laughs> Remember when he the, had the hot start and he got hurt. They killed in the playoffs in the past two last couple exactly. years. Remember when they beat the Ravens when the Ravens yeah. were insane? And exactly. No one could beat them. Tighten up, baby. I can see it. I can see it. So my 50-yarder, I think this is recycled from last year for me. But I'm doubling <laughs> down on it. Okay. It, 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 it's more like a 60-yarder because of timing, maybe. My 50-yarder is Pete Carroll's days in Seattle are numbered. Um, yeah, I can agree. So the coach, Pete Carroll, just turned 70 in September, so he's getting older. Mm-hmm. The year before... He's 70? Just turned 70. Jesus Christ. Uh, the reason I think this is a 50 order, maybe even longer than 50, is he did sign a four-year extension last year, or five-year, or whatever. He's under contract until 2025, 2024-2025. So that's why that pokes a little hole in my thing. He's under contract for like a couple more years. Yeah. But here's my biggest thing. I mentioned it earlier when we were talking about DK, and I wanted to, I didn't want to put a pin on it for that for this. Okay. If Russell Wilson leaves in the offseason or leaves like he's been trying to last year and mm-hmm. DK goes too, I don't see a 70 year old coach uh, helming a horrible rebuilding defense. team. Yeah. A horrible defense rebuilding team. Yeah. With only a couple, because when he signed this contract, a lot of NFL analysts said this would probably be the last contract he has as a head coach, right? And that goes until 2024, 2025. Yeah. If if he loses his guy and he loses, like, his best receiver now, he's not going to stick around until, like... Your boys might be back. <laughs> try to get, <laughs> I try to get through this point before yeah, I uh, sorry, exalt sorry. that. Um, if, 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 if Russell leaves and DK leaves and... And they start rebuilding, which it looks like that team's trending towards. All right, start rebuilding. Yeah, I don't see him sticking around for it. Mm-hmm. I can either see, and by say he's not his number days in Seattle are numbered. Not like he's going to retire. I'm saying maybe he retires, maybe he goes somewhere else, maybe he goes to USC because that job's open. Oh, that's where he was. Maybe he's going to finish his career at yeah. USC. Yeah. So I'm saying Pete Carroll's days are numbered. I'm not necessarily saying this year he's not going to get fired, not going to retire. I'm make, leaving it open ended where like I don't after next season I don't see him in Seattle. Yeah, I mean I he's I, there until 2024, 2025. Yeah, I don't think he's gonna fulfill that contract. He kind of just like coattailed a great defense for a Super Bowl and then it justified like uh what seven year career. Yeah, like, like and he's a great. I think he's a good coach, but I don't think he's a good. He's NFL. not gonna. He's not gonna stick around in a rebuild. Yeah, team. and like. This let's be honest. This team is being held up by Russell Wilson on like his fucking shoulder blades. That's the only thing that happens. Like, is the only thing that's been kept kept this team. The relevant. defense is trash. Mm-hmm. You know, Smith is trash. The Ty Lockett and DK Metcalf are only good whenever mm-hmm. Russ is playing. Yeah, and their uh, running game is atrocious. Chris Carson is hurt, hurt every other day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Like they. I, so, yeah, that's what I mean. This team has nothing once you get rid of DK and Russ. And if you're Pete Carey and you're seven years old, yeah. you're not going to take the criticism day in, day out. You're just going to yeah. peace. And I think Tyler Lockett's good, but I think he's just one of those guys that's like always a wide receiver, too. Always. Always a wide receiver, too. He's Juju. Yeah. Yeah. He's a Juju. He's, he's absolutely a Juju. He needs 
someone else, mm-hmm. which DK is that guy, but if you don't have the quarterback to throw to DK, you're not going to exactly. get touches yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. I like those. I like those. Yeah, um, those are way better than last week's. All right. Let's take it over to the week 11 pick'ems. Yeah. I picked up. I hate this commercial. I hate how they changed their name to Meta. Facebook I, oh, well, I hate that, but that commercial, I can't look away. It's like mesmerizing. Yeah. What the fuck's that promoting? They're at an art museum. Everyone's like bobbing their heads like Night at the Roxbury. So stupid. <laughs> All right. Let's take it over to the scores for the matchups I made. All right. So you're at 104. I am at not 89. Oh, dude. I'm sorry. But it's looking like it might be a 90. All right. So Thursday night, we already talked about it. I have the Falcons. You have the Patriots. The Patriots are up 13-0. They just threw a pick. And um, I went pretty deep into the enemy territory. So yeah, they're, they're, they're like on the 30 or something like that. They're on the 40. 40, okay. Yeah. yeah. So they threw a pick, and they took it back to like the 40, pretty much. Um, 50. Yeah. So the Falcons don't score here. It's over, I think. Fourth yeah, I think so points, too. But yeah, because they're going to eat up a lot of clock trying to do this too. Yeah, it's just the the, the Patriots look better than the Falcons here. Yeah, it, it, the Falcons just really can't get anything going. They're trying to force feed Pitts, and they're getting some traction there, but never enough to get to the end zone. Absolutely. Um, all right, let's take it over to the one o'clock games on Sunday though. Mm-hmm. First game against the 49ers in Jacksonville. Uh, the 49ers are favored by six and a half. I'm not, I'm not picking the Jags. <laughs> yeah, I mean, especially because if James Robinson plays, I, I could flirt with it, but I'm going 49ers. Yeah, 49ers look really good on Monday. I, I'm going to roll with them. Um, all, right. all right, next game, we have Washington in Carolina versus Cam Newton and the Panthers. Panthers are favored by three and a half. Panthers. That's what I'm doing, too. I mean, especially without Chase Young. That's yeah, just... Washington, that's a fluke one. Um this spread is insanely close. I don't get it. Packers in Minnesota versus the Vikings. The Packers are only favored by one and a half. That's weird. I'd say three and a half there. I I don't know why it's that low, and it's making me second guess myself. But I think the Packers. It's because Aaron Jones is out, probably. But Dylan's great too. Dylan is good, but he's still not Aaron Jones. But I'm still going Packers here. I'm, I'm saying Pack- mean, I'm saying Aaron Rodgers ends at the whole division. That she, I think they're going to win by twenty. I mean, I think the Vikings give them the hardest time, though, out of that whole division. Mm-hmm. I think the Vikings are the team they'll split every year. I could see that, I guess. You know, but I'd never pick them. Like, they'll win one on the Packers, but I don't know which one, so I just pick Packers every time. I agree. Next, the Detroit-style pickums of the week. Oh, they're not even four-speed, Kyle Pitts. He has two receptions for 13 yards. No, he, he kind of beat up right now, too. Jesus Christ. All right, anyway, sorry. Detroit style. Ooh. We have the Lions in Cleveland versus the Browns. The Browns are favored by 11 and a half. That's too much. That's too much. I, <laughs> I, it's my turn to pick. Yeah. The last few weeks I, I kept picking the Lions when it's my turn to pick because I don't know what to do. <laughs> I am not going to this week. Yeah, you can't. I'm going to give you a spread. Okay. I'm going to say seven. Seven? Seven. Seven? All right, um, good old fashioned seven. That's a good one. I, I don't. I, I think I think I think it can easily be a three point game. I think it can easily be a twenty point game. So I just want a classic seven, a touchdown. I'm gonna take the over, okay, on seven because I think the Browns got beat up, 
the Lions are still the Lions. They might not have Jared Goff. And I think you're right. I think they're going to go blow them out. Mm-hmm. But I just have to go seven because I always, for every time I pick a line spread, I go too big. And it's always super yeah, close. No, you're Whenever right. it's my turn to pick, it's always like, when I had to pick against the Ravens, I said, oh, Ravens going to blow them out. Yeah. One yeah. by three. One by three. And uh, the next time I had to pick, it was like, I also thought they were going to blow them out, and it was whatever. I'm taking a page out of your book because, you know, the Browns are coming off that big loss. Yeah. Do I think they're a bad team? No. Nick Chubb might be back. And I think the Ernest Johnson could put up a monster game if Nick Chubb isn't even there. Yeah. And I definitely agree. But. All right. I give it me and you said seven, I'd take the over on that too. Mm-hmm. Next, we have um, the Colts in Buffalo. Buffalo is favored by seven. Mm. I'm going to Bills. Yeah, it's Bills. This is, this is, a, this is, this a is game. the one. This is a game that we're going to probably split on. One o'clock game, we have the Saints in Philly versus the Eagles. I, when you said split, I was like, it's probably going to be the fucking Eagles. Yeah, Eagles. He's like, it's such a team that I have no idea what the fucking guess would be. I always randomly pick the Eagles. Yeah. They always win. Yeah. Uh, one and a half spread favor of the Eagles. I don't think I've ever picked the Eagles this season. No. I think I picked them a lot. I think I picked them a lot. Unless we've agreed. I think I picked them a lot. Eagles are yeah. favored by one and a half. Kamar should be playing. I'm going Saints. Give me the Eagles. <laughs> Fuck you. Give me the they're, Eagles. They're going to win now. Devontae Smith, baby. <laughs> uh, next game, the Battle of the AFC East. Dolphins in New York versus the Jets. Dolphins favored by three. Joe Flacco. Tua Tangovaloa. I killed the name. Of, I killed that pronunciation. I'm going Dolphins. I'm going Jets. All right, good luck. I think you think you think that uh, Jeff Flacco's lateness is going to carry him. No, I think it's going to be a very low scoring game, <laughs> and it's just going to be like uh, you scored more points. Okay, there you go. I get that. Might, maybe like a straight up field goal game here, like no touchdowns. Well, that's, that's what Vegas is predicting. Really, three points favor the Dolphins. No, I mean like straight up, like it's field goals only, like mm. nine nine to six type game. Oh, okay. You know what I mean. Jacksonville versus Buffalo. 12 to 9, something weird. Yeah, the Jags versus Bills. And I just, thing is, the only thing that worries me is like, two is just trying to get that starting job, and this is a perfect opportunity to like. He's going to go off against the Jets defense. Miles finally Smith. have a game. But uh, Gaskin's going to kill it. Yeah, Gaskins has that opportunity too. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with the Jets. going to get three touchdowns. I, I just. And Jeff Flacco's going to get taken off on a stretcher. I'm not confident in it, but I'm going to go Jets. All right, no comment. <laughs> I, feel, I feel you there. No, I, I, uh, next game, Ravens in Chicago versus the Bears. The Ravens are favored by four and a half. Ravens. I think that should be higher. I think the Ravens are going to demolish the Bears. Yeah, I can agree. I, can I think agree. Justin Fields is going to have a good game. but I think Yeah, and coming off a loss of the Dolphins. I just think they're... that defense is that, that Bears defense is not going to be able to stop. Mm-hmm. Unless Khalil Mack plays, yeah. keep it a little closer, but I just think the Ravens are going to win. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, especially after coming off. Was the that Rangers. a four o'clock game? No. Okay. Is this? No. Okay. Well, uh, this is the last one o'clock game. Okay. We have the Titans in Tennessee versus. Uh, we have the Texans in Tennessee versus Titans. The Titans are favored by ten. Loki, I think that the Texans might cover, but I I don't. I I think I think the Titans would cover twenty. I might go alternate spread on that. Really? <laughs> I mean, that'd be a good payout. It would be a good payout, but I might I might investigate in that. <laughs> I'll put a pin in that. 
All right, now we're going to 4 o'clock games. 4.05 game. The only 4.05 game of the week, we have the Bengals in Vegas versus the Raiders. The Bengals are favored by one. Yeah, this is a tough one because, like, this is a huge This is the up. This is the who's good. Who's playoff caliber? Loser, loser loser is out of the playoffs. Loser leaves town. That's yeah. what that's what part of my take is what Barsh always says. Loser leaves town. Yeah, this I is this it. is the because if the Bengals lose this game, I can't see them making playoffs. If the Raiders lose this game, I can't see them. They're both playoffs. done. They lose. This is mm-hmm. a game. You're right. This is a game. If you win, you, and you're, you're in the contention. If you lose, you're done. And I, you know what? I'll let you pick because I'm gonna take whatever you do opposite. Of course. Whatever you do, I'm gonna do the opposite, and I want you. Uh, I think the AFC North is batshit crazy right now, and the Bengals winning would just make it more batshit crazy. So I'm going to go Bengals. All right, I'm going to Raiders at home. Derek Carr is going to kill it. Because, like, in this, I think... Oh, wait. No, my, my bad. I fucked that up. I put Lions for you. For the lo- for the Browns Lions. Uh, I mean, I, I think we would have figured <laughs> yeah. it out because I, I had the minus seven, so I would have figured it out then. But yeah, but like the Browns will probably win, Steelers will probably lose, but um, the Ravens will probably win, Bengals probably win. Then it's just still a clusterfuck in the AFC North. I get that. You know, um, I think I think the Bengals are a good team, but I think that their early season uh, success success mm-hmm. was not a fluke. I think it was just premature. Yeah. I think this team is very good. They're very young, though. And I think as the season goes on, as we're seeing lose the Jets, we're seeing lose the, get demolished by the Browns. Like, I think their success is up. Okay. Um, next, 425. We have the Cowboys in Kansas City versus the Chiefs. The Chiefs are favored by two and a half. This I'm is gonna, a good game. I, 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 I 100% agree. I'm going to Chiefs, though, because they're back. On the inverse, this is the who's the contender. Yeah, I mean they're both going to be playoff teams. It's who's going to actually like, who's a Super Bowl contender. Yeah, this is a Super Bowl potential mm-hmm. matchup. Who are you going, Chiefs? I'm going Chiefs. I think the Chiefs are fully back. I've been saying that all podcast. I think they're fully back. Yeah, I can't see the Cowboys. I think this is where we're like, oh yeah, the Cowboys defense. I think it's gonna be a really close game though. I I think this will be like high scoring. Both, both sides. Defense, both defenses are bad. Both yeah. offenses are great. A thirty something, a thirty something, yeah, three I'm, point game favor the Chiefs. for the Chiefs. You know, that's I, I I could see this whole game in my head right now. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. it's gonna be a shootout because like the Cowboys are what seven and two. I can't see them re- remaining like two losses for a while because they're gonna be starting to play their division again. Yeah, their division's all cake. Their like, division's so easy. Mm-hmm. And I not and like yeah, and I, can't, I, mean, I keep saying the Chiefs are back, and I think. That they need this type of win mm-hmm. to, to like seal that they're back, mm-hmm. and I think they know that. Yeah, yeah, um, I feel that. The next game we have I accidentally hit an ad. <laughs> uh, Cardinals versus Seahawks. Cardinals are favored by two and a half. It's in Seattle. I'm banking on Kyler Murray returning, so I'm going Cardinals, and I'm assuming you're doing the same. Uh, yes. Okay. But if if he doesn't return, I think I might go Seahawks, but. I, I, there's no way knowing it, so I'm going to go Cardinals. Yeah, yeah. I I kind of like doing it Thursdays for the podcast because I feel like it's close to the game, so we have a better designation on certain injuries. It's because there's one game already going on, so mm-hmm. the team's kind of like... Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, we I feel We could like, always switch it to Thursdays. <laughs> that's true. It's kind of nice to watch Thursday Night Football. We could do that. But it kind of sucks for like the pick for Thursday Night Football, you know. 
We can figure something it's out there. One I feel, game, it's I, one I feel game. like we can figure something out there. They're on the story our picks. Yeah, yeah, something like that. We'll discuss this one. We're, yeah, we're just discussing <laughs> This is Tangent City. It is, it is. Maybe it's because I'm not... Anytime I have like a six-pack with me, I always get Tangent City. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Sunday night game. We have the Steelers in LA versus the Chargers. The Chargers are favored by six points. Um, You got Steelers? I'm not not going to pick against the Steelers the rest of the season. I'm picking the Steelers. I so started writing Chargers, but I was like, wait, I think you actually might go Steelers. No, we're going to Steelers. Uh, technically, we're talking about beforehand. Technically. The curse is still on. Technically, it's curse th- is broken. Technically, it's, it's still on. Yeah. But regardless of what I point out to you when we're debating if it's going to be on or off, yeah. I said I'm not going to not go Steelers. Yeah. And this is a part of the schedule where you want the curse mm-hmm. to be a thing because yeah. you're going to be It's going to be an interesting game. But since Big Ben's out, I think it's the Chargers all Ben's day. Ben's not out. Oh, he isn't officially no, out. No, it, it's it's, it's uh, he has a, he he will find out Saturday. Well, we might he have needs to... a test negative on Saturday. And he's yeah, in. they were prepping for Mason, mm-hmm. but if Ben's ready to go, Tomlin said he's in. He needs a test negative on Saturday. I just hope Ben. No Minka, maybe no TJ. That's what kills me is our defense is beat up. Yeah. Um, I just hope Ben doesn't throw forty five times. Yeah, I just hope to God. I don't know. And remember last time we played uh, in L.A. Mm-hmm. against the Chargers whenever they played Renegade? <laughs> there was, yeah. more, there was yeah. more Steelers fans yeah. there than Chargers fans. Yeah, it was just electric. They literally played Renegade. Like, they're ridiculous. Yeah. Um, but, all right. Uh, move on. Last game of the week, Monday night. Big old stinker of a Monday night football game. We have oh. the Giants in Tampa Bay versus the Bucks. The Bucks are favored by 11 points. Um, Bucks, we're both going Bucks, I'm assuming. We're both going Bucks, but honestly, this game happened last year. And Danny, and Danny Dimes and showed the fuck Danny up. Dimes has the Bucks number. And you know... I was about to say this too, because yeah, yeah. it happened last year, and it happened whenever Jameis was the quarterback for the Bucks. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that's like Danny Dimes' like first rookie year. He went yeah, off like, against them. Like, I don't I don't know what the fuck it is. Wait, but I'm going to show you... But uh, um, what was I gonna say? I'm not flexing here, but what are you going to do? A pick them back then, where you pick the Giants or something? No, no, no. Where is it? Okay. Maybe I did delete it. Oh no, this is deep in my camera roll. I'm a big Danny <laughs> Dimes guy, and, and so I'm just saying, if Danny Dimes wins this game, and I jump on the Danny Dimes train from this point on. Yeah, and I'm showing you that I'm not faking. I am a big Danny Dimes guy. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, let's take it over to uh, pop culture then. So I take the tank, fly it right up to the general's palace, drop it at his feet. I'm like, boom, you looking for this? All right, and let's get into pop culture. First up, with movies, the new Spider-Man trailer drops. Yes. Like two days ago, and I've watched it like four times already. I only watched it twice. It's a sick trailer. It's so awesome. So we got confirmed. I creamed. <laughs> we got confirmed. Obviously, we already knew about Doc Ock. We pretty much knew about Green Goblin. We also knew about Electro from uh, casting. But we also got confirmed uh, the Lizard yep. and Sandman. Yep. So that's Both five. Both were hinted at the last trailer. But... Yeah, yeah. Um, that's five villains for Spider-Man right there. So the, so the question is, who's, who's the six for the Sinister Six? There's some theories floating around. And I think it's going to be Venom. I could be Venom. I think everybody wants you to bet the Vulture, 
Because he's already established and he's, he's already there. Dead. But, he, but he's in jail. He's not dead. The whole thing is they died. All these people died. Yeah. And But I, I think it's going to be Venom from fucking Venom. Like Tof- Tom Hardy. Yeah, it would have Topher Grace. Yeah. You know. Because we already had that post credit scene from Venom putting him in the MCU with Tom Holland. And you could argue that that symbiote and Tom Hardy knows what happened to him for Grace. Yeah, that's God. what they kind of insinuated to and a that point. That symbiote has like a hive mind over universes. Yeah, yeah. I texted you about this. I think it's going to be Mysterio from a different universe. Because <laughs> yeah. that's the only other... So that's the only other villain who died in a Spider-Man movie. Mm-hmm. And, um, well, a live action Spider-Man movie. So my second theory is what if it's someone from the Spider-Verse, like Kingpin. Eh... And you can make it... I don't uh, know if they all have to be dead. But that the whole thing is these villains coming over. Yeah. And they, they all died. Doctor Strange said they all died in the fighting universe Spider-Man. of fighting Spider-Man. Yeah. And they made that a point. So if, it, if they're going to do Sinister Six, the sixth one had to have died. Mm-hmm. Um, and you got the Prowler from the Into the Spider-Verse. Yeah, Kingpin. You got Kingpin. I don't know if he died, but... You got the Chick Doc You got the Mega Goblin thing. The Hulk yeah, Goblin. Which, another thing is... It could be Hobgoblin, yeah. where it's James Franco's Hobgoblin died. Yeah. However, it's heavily implied. I mean, in the comics, Ned becomes a Hobgoblin, mm-hmm. and the fact that there is—I saw someone break down a little tiny bit of the trailer where you can see another person on a glider. Mm-hmm. So it yeah. could be Hobgoblin, and a big reveal could be it's like a Ned Hobgoblin from an alternate universe. Yeah. Um, that could be like a huge "what the fuck is happening" type thing. I also want to give you credit for like what months ago. I think you saw that leak. Yeah, where yeah, yeah. I, I, I watched a couple videos, read some of the things, and I was where we together. It was pretty much when the first trailer dropped and we saw Spider-Man and Doctor Strange fighting. And you were like saying how um, the villains were... He was going to find out they all died fighting Spider-Man. He's going to like try to save them. It's dead. And that's dead on what's it's happening. dead on. It's exactly what's happening. <laughs> it's dead. And, and like the trailer proved that like, yeah. when he's fighting Doc, Doc, uh, Doctor Strange, it was like... Yeah. Doctor Strange's like, no, we need to do this for the multiverse. He's like, mm-hmm. I don't want people to die. Now, obviously, we've known in the past with the MCU, they've been editing the trailer to, you know, save the uh, surprises for the movie. Mm-hmm. But in Brazil, they fucked up. They released a trailer in Brazil, and that's where the punched lizard came from. So if you look at the video, if you look at the trailer on like YouTube and shit, yeah, it's the it's there's you don't see that punch on the lizard. Why you see the lizard in the trailer? Though. You see the lizard in the trailer, but when they're ju- have you seen the part where he's jumping midair and gets hit? No. Oh, okay. So there's a clip. So the trailer released in Brazil. It was a separate like trailer. Their team like released it out, and it was essentially lizards flying through the air in that final like fight climactic sequence, and you see lizard get hit like. By nothing. Oh, so it's gonna be all three Spider-Man. So they're saying there is gonna be Andrew on the bottom, Toby on top, and Tom in the middle. Tom in the middle going after the villains. There. Well, that's what a lot of the trailer breakdowns I watched were like. Mm-hmm. No, there's gonna be, no. Yeah, I, I he's not gonna be fighting all these guys by himself. I want to try and find it, but um, because three people, there's three villains in that scene. And yeah. There's one of him. I I heard a lot of people say there's three versus one. Mm-hmm. It's not gonna but be you there. can find he. It's like clear as day, like. Like a Rocky Four movie, you know? Like, no, that's great. Then. It's I, I, I didn't see that. That's great. Yeah. And then uh, there's... This is one thing that I speculated when I first watched the trailer, but then I saw everybody else say it too. But whenever Zendaya is falling in the end of the trailer, how sweet would it be if Andrew swung, on, swung in and, and saved her? Saved I'm her. like, you couldn't save Gwen. Like, not this time. 
Yeah. Something well, because that. that's exactly what they're doing. They're trying to frame it in the trailer mm-hmm. as whenever Emma Stone was falling. Yeah. Do you think she dies? No. Zendaya's dead. No. There's no way in hell. It'd be kind of crazy though. There's no way in hell they're doing. If they if they had Gwen if 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 they had MJ in that mm-hmm. universe, Zendaya die like Gwen Stacy and Andrew Garfield, they would not put that shot in the trailer. I will say this: they would not put that in the trailer. Death Watch for this movie. Ned. Zendaya. Aunt May and Happy Hogan. That is, uh, I did see a trailer breakdown where there's one scene where he looks like after a fight, look, he's like really disappointed and crying. Mm-hmm. And someone said like they did the same thing where he said Happy Hogan or, or Aunt May or one of like one of the friends or mm-hmm. there's someone who's gonna die. Yeah, and I can see being Happy Hogan because I think John Favreau is like, all right, I'm done with this. Yeah, I could see that too. He's like, I'm directing. I'm fucking doing Star Wars. I'm I got. I don't saving their. I don't want to be there. in his movies anymore. <laughs> yeah, like busy motherfucker. I think. I think we ran our course with Happy Hogan. So I can see it being him dying. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't think Aunt May is gonna die. I could see it though. Like, I, she's on my watch. She's on no, my I, I like to watch. If there's odds, yeah, like that's what I'm, I'm Happy Hogan would be minus one fifty. Yeah, yeah. Then Aunt May maybe plus two hundred. Is it die uh, plus a thousand? Yeah, and I put Ned less than that. I put Ned like, Zed plus like seven hundred, eight hundred. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's that. I agree. Because because I, I think you can do the whole Ned dies and he's a hobgoblin in another universe because that's what mm-hmm. his character that he is the hobgoblin in the comics. It's yeah, not uh, Harry Osborn Jr. And then he stays in the universe somehow after the events of the movie, yeah. and then it's like him trying to convince Ned that they were friends at one point. Or like, like how they're gonna do with Gamora? Honestly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I, I'm so excited for this movie. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, I, I went six to midnight, like a minute into this trailer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, awesome. Also, what was it? I two more things I want to say. You were mentioning something before. Oh, how they cut it up and shit. Another breakdown I pointed out. None of the Doctor Strange dialogue sounds like it's all together. True. Like, like, the, like the one guy broke it down on a yeah, video editing standpoint because they he edited all the videos, mm-hmm. and he's like, "This line does not sound natural. This line does not sound natural." So a lot of the Doctor Strange lines, I think, are a complete misdirection from the thing. Yeah, and then I was also thinking, so we know this movie is going to be the longest Spider-Man movie ever. It's like three. It's hours. close to three. It's like three. It's like two forty okay. or something like that. Um. So I think if it's done right, the best way to do it is we. And they have a benefit because there's. It looks like they're essentially going to cut right into it from the events of Far From Home. Mm-hmm. And if that if that whole um, him flying through the city with Zentaya with the J. Jonah Jameson uh, media blast on the big screen, and then maybe like within the next scene, it's him going to Doctor Strange trying to get the spell. It gets botched. Something happens. He goes back and he's like, "Fix it." If that all happens within the first like thirty to forty minutes. I'm in. I think, gonna, I, think I, I, think, I think we're locked in for all three Spider-Man. Yeah. I, but I, if like he's like fix it all and we're like an hour and a half in, I'm like, I don't know, man. Well, I don't, if, if all three Spider-Man happen, I don't see it being a big part of the movie. No, it's going to be like the final battle. It's going to be where they said in the... Uh, in yeah, the trailer, like, like the, the remember, through. yeah, 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 yeah. Like the, cause always in that part of the trailer is always the I big can't reveal. Hold them all back or yeah, something yeah. Like Whenever yeah. he says that, I think he means like the other Spider-Man are coming. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it'll be like Tom Holland's gonna be like on his last leg, and then it'll be like the portals, yeah, and Endgame, like more Spider Man. And then you see like a fucking web shoot at someone, and it's like holy shit, yeah. And that's gonna be like a a cap with Mjolnir, mm-hmm. ah, like um, pop from I, the theater. 
Because we're like what a month out for this movie. It's December seventeenth, so yeah, oh we're less than we're less than a month out. Oh my god! I was I was thinking the second these it's before get put on oh the second these these get put on. This is a Thursday night for me. It is. That's why I said second these get dropped, I'm gonna buy two tickets. Yeah, let me know, and I, I'll let you know later what we're time yeah. we're getting. Mm-hmm. But I'm just gonna buy them as soon as I can see them. I'm just gonna buy them. Um, you know, and that's a jam packed weekend for me. Side note. Also, if you want to come to this, forty bucks. Me and Charlie are going to the casino and seeing P- DJ Pauly D on that Saturday, <laughs> December eighteenth. Johnny said he's driving in from Philly to go see DJ Pauly D. Beat are you in? And I literally said, "For you, I'm in." It's forty bucks, <laughs> fuck it. I don't yeah, care. yeah. For forty bucks, I'm in too. Fuck it. Do you want in? Yeah, I'm in. I'll tell him to buy you a ticket. For forty too. bucks. I don't think he did yet. He's like asking around to see if anyone wants to join us. Yeah, I'm in for it's forty bucks. Forty bucks at the casino. Yeah, that's nothing. Like, yeah, it's nothing at all. I'm in. All right, I'll text him. I'll that's text hilarious. him. I'll text him. That's that, that's Spider Man weekend. We're gonna beat it's that. Spider Man, and then a day off because we're gonna Thursday. And then Saturday. No grenades in here tonight. <laughs> I said, how funny would it be one to see DJ Pauly D live and talk about it? Yeah. And two to just like I pick six. It's gonna be. Uh, they're calling it back. Uh, okay. Um, one see DJ Pauly D live and two see it with Johnny. Mm-hmm. That that's it. That's a funny enough experience like alone that I can I'll yeah. pay forty bucks for. It. Jeez. <laughs> but anything else from the No Way Home trailer? It's a lot to unpack there, but the trailer's fucking phenomenal. Yeah, that's great. It's great. I love it. Um, next, oh, so it was a pick. They're calling it back because look, he said that about. Oh, uh, okay, yeah. Did he get the pick? One. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You got the. Pick. You got the pick. It's just not. Yeah, out of bounds. Um, next up, I have Ghostbuster Afterlife is coming out tomorrow. Okay. So I might try to see it this weekend. I don't know yet. I, it, I'm kind of up in the air on seeing it. I didn't hear bad things. So I heard, I heard someone say that it that the 2016 Ghostbusters has a better Rotten Tomatoes score, and I was like, okay, well the audience score is shit for that movie, so let's see the audience score for this mm-hmm. movie. Um, but I think it has like a 65 percent right now, which that's good, and I, I'm excited for it, and it looks good from the trailer. So I think I will try to check it out. I told I, I I've been saying the whole time I'm not gonna see it unless I get multiple mm-hmm. confirmed. Hey, this is a good movie. Yeah, yeah. And last year on Barcelona, you know I already mentioned it. like it wasn't as bad as people they thought before. Mm-hmm. Like, cause they had an early screening and like uh, that Robbie Fox was on. He's like, can you guys give me anything about it? And he's like, it's better than a lot of people thought. Mm-hmm. That's good. Then uh, there's a few trailers that dropped. Um, I'll just mention them. I don't think. You saw them. But I did not. There's a movie coming out with Channing Tatum and a dog. Yeah. It's called Dog. Is it actually called this Dog? It's called Dog. Yeah. <laughs> um, it, it, it's essentially, he's kind of like a scumbag, and he has this dog that's like his best friend. And they just like travel around together. He's a douche. And I, I guarantee the ending of the movie is going to be, he's not a scumbag and the dog died. Yeah. And it's going to be a tearjerker. One out of ten. Yeah. Um, then there's the trailer for Don't Look Up, the movie with Leo and Jennifer Lawrence. Mm-hmm. Looks pretty good. Might give it a shot. Then the American Underdog trailer with Kurt Warner <laughs> being played by Zachary Levy. Yeah. See, they, they said they casted Zachary Levy to be Kurt Warner, and I was like, I don't know, man. Like, you got, like, you pulled the wool over my ass with Shazam, and it mm-hmm. kind of worked, but, like, I don't know if he could be Kurt Warner. And like the movie just kind of it looks he looks weird as Kurt Warner to me. I don't know what it is. Uh, I, I can low key see it, but at the same time, I've seen trailers. I it's not it doesn't look good. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I might like stream it when it's like like you know one day if I'm like bored Saturday morning, not wa- like want to mm-hmm. watch a movie. Um, 
Apparently, <laughs> I mean, I'm pretty sure this it's by, is it by Legendary. Yeah, it's something. They're yeah. a big old Christian uh, movie thing, and so they're gonna focus more on the like how Kurt Warner always trusted in God, <laughs> and that's why I think it's gonna suck. It's not like I'm not anti God. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. It's just mm-hmm. when I see it here, Kurt Warner went from bagging groceries to being in the Super Bowl and winning a Super Bowl, and like and with a cool the Rams, story. Yeah. it's a great story that I'd want to see like a biopic type thing and not like a focus on the God aspect of the old ass Dennis Quaid being who Wade Phillips uh, yeah, or someone. It's always Dennis Quaid. Dennis Quaid's always in it. He's in this one, and like and. The reason I think if this was a for real movie and not like a focus on religion movie, mm-hmm. they'd have bigger budget. Where like uh, Zachary Levi would look more like Kurt Warner. Gotcha. Like they just, I feel like they just put Zachary Levi in a, a pads and a jersey. Mm-hmm. They didn't do any makeup. They didn't do anything like that. And I think if they it was higher budget, they would. Then um, they dropped the trailer for the Elvis Presley biopic. Who's Elvis? Um, I don't know. I think it's a no name. Um, Which uh, those usually are better. Let me check. Jeremy. I think biopics are better if you're establishing someone rather than bringing in like a well-known actor to do. Did you know Elvis Presley is supposed to be in um, the Rocketman movie? They got cut. Wait, really? Yeah. So I just found that out. I never heard that before. But there was a Rob Rob Delaney played Elvis in the uh, Rocketman movie. His name's Austin Butler. Uh, he was in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Didn't see that yet. Um, oh, I did see that. I saw that. I mean, I didn't see uh, La La Land. I saw that. What else is he in? Can I see a picture of him? He's an arrow. I kind of recognize him. I can see it. Yeah. But. All right. Anyway, he, Rob, Rob. He's got to nail the voice. You know? That's number one. That's number one. Um, but anyway, Rob Delaney played Elvis. And really? Yeah. Like the comedian who played like, yeah. the devil, too, and everything mm-hmm. like that. He played Elvis apparently, and it got cut from the movie. His two scenes, only more of a cameo. Yeah, and he was on Lights Over Barcelona. He told him why. Yeah, and his first one was like an old ass Elvis right before he died, talking to Elton John like, "Hey man, this like this tiny life's gonna like ruin your life," type mm-hmm. like shit like that. Yeah. Then the second one was a ghost of Elvis. <laughs> when it was like when it was like a it was like Elton was in his binge yeah, phase same. of the movie where yeah. he's like doing a bunch of coke and all fucked up and he's like all fucked up and he looked over and there's a ghost of Rob Delaney Elvis going like I told you it's gonna fuck you up man uh, yeah that would've been bad and it was like it's a, good, it's good it was, it's like, it's like Matt Vaughn was the director of that and he was like yeah. I, if, if they had if it wasn't so long they'd keep it in but like the same time whenever it came to alright we need to cut some time those two scenes are kind of irrelevant. Yeah, it kind of like would throw off the vibe to me. Yeah, you know, just Rob Delaney's like it's yeah, like he was told from the director he did a really good job playing Elvis, just like that. Mm-hmm. He changed his mind. <laughs> then uh, apparently they're doing a so you know what Friends did with that whole reunion special yeah. thing. Well, they're doing the same thing with Harry Potter. I it's coming out on New Year's Day. I didn't. I real. I saw a bunch of like the Harry Potter stuff in the news, yeah. and I didn't read why because I didn't really care. Yeah, and I just I, I'm not interested. Yeah, <laughs> but I thought I'd mention it. And then Lucasfilm renewed Kathleen Kennedy's contract through 2024. Eh. Mother, mother, motherfuckers. Yeah, she sucks. Motherfuckers. They, they, Dave Filoni. Yeah, just, he's right there. Just give it to him. Um, anything for movies though for you? Um, no. Alright, let's take it over to TV. Um, it was Disney Plus Day, so there's a lot of yep. stuff for that, as well as some other stuff that dropped for trailers. Um, Hawkeye comes out next Wednesday. 
Okay. So that's big. Um, mm. We'll have to get a chance to see that too. Mm. Um, excited. It's going to be good. They announced that the character from Hawkeye is going to get a spinoff series called Echo. Yeah. That's what um, they also revealed uh, Miss Marvel, I think a teaser and some shots. And there's some criticism because it's not like her powers from the comics. Yes, but I don't hate that because if they're going to... Her, her comic powers are Mr. Fantastic. And they're going to... Sadly, yeah. Fantastic Four can't have two characters the same. In a, Mar- in a comic book universe, yes. Yeah. In a, in, a, in a cinematic universe, no. And I think I they're, they're doing a good way to not have the two connected. They're basically doing the stretchy shit, but instead it's a Green Lantern. Like, yeah, but he, here's my thing. Don't even introduce her yet then. Yeah, but if, I, I, you're big she, on the Young Avengers. She, oh, I just went on that. Did you see, there was like a panel with Haley Seinfeld in it. Yeah, they asked her about Young Avengers, and, she's like, and she literally went like this, looked at Kev, eyed up Kevin, Kevin, Kevin Foggy, and his nudge. <laughs> you're joking, but that his face, his eyes bulged out. I'll, I'll pull it up. I'll pull it up. You, you continue. I'll pull it up. I just seem like standing like a point where you take a step forward. Yeah, just don't you. Fucking say a word. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking this up. I'll show you. It's literally, it's literally that. And she turned around and looked at Kevin mm-hmm. Feige, and his eyes bulged out of his head. Um, no, I mean it's not just Young Avengers. Though. Like I think she's a great character to have. Yeah. Um, it's just you're gonna establish a Mister Fantastic, who's gonna be a way bigger character than this chick. Mm-hmm. So you don't want to have this her be the first of his powers, but at the same time, you want her to have some kind of powers. Yeah. And you want to introduce her early because they're going to have the Marvel show with, like, her movie with, like, Captain Marvel. With, yeah. uh, I mean, with maybe Carol, they, maybe her, they, and... Maybe they can make it better. I just... Uh, I don't know. I don't know. But, um... Then they also released the, uh, some clips for She-Hulk. Um, we're going to be seeing Smart Hulk again. So, unlike the end of the uh, Shang-Chi movie with the post credit scene, where we saw Bruce Banner... As Hulk, or as mm-hmm. just Bruce Banner, um, we're, he's revert back to Smart Hulk for this. So I'm thinking in this movie, he's going to try to change himself back to normal, and in the process, it's going to make her get the Hulk power. Yeah, is the premise I'm assuming. Yeah, I, I definitely agree. Then we got a snippet for Moon Knight that looks good. Um, we also got a bunch of logos for new shows and movies coming out. Uh, there's a new logo for Secret Invasion. It kind of makes it look a little bit better. It has like the scrawl kind of vibe to it. Mm-hmm. So I like hey. that. All right. So it's him looking. <laughs> that was his reaction. Yeah, that's true. It was literally like, <laughs> she, like they said, it, like, something about the Young Avengers. He looked, and then Kevin Feige's face like, fucking say a word. What the fuck are you doing? Yeah, I can yeah. still cut you from this project. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, they released like the logo for like, I'm, I'm Groot and shit like that. Yeah. Um, it was kind of underwhelming. It was just like a few mm-hmm. big things. One that like kind of surprised me. They did. A re- they showed the trailer for the new uh, Proud Family uh, reboot. Yeah, and it's called Louder and Prouder. Not a fan of the name, no, but no. looks kind of good. I mean, they got like a bunch of people coming in for it too. Um, some like new ra- like like I mean I hate to say it, but like Lizzo and like Lil Nas X, but like. Some other good people, too. It's it's, it's a voice thing. Tiffany Haddish. They're like one-offs. Yeah, like Tiffany Haddish and shit like that. I'm fine with it. Um, But it actually looks like it's kind of funny. As long as they bring back the wall. It's kind of like doing the vibe of these reboots for Disney where they're they're kind of crossing the threshold with adult humor in a way. Yeah. Because they understand that the people that watched the show originally are older now. 
So yeah. they're kind of playing with that a little bit. As long as they bring back Uncle Bobby and Liz Kelly, I'm fine. Yeah. <laughs> I th- and the fucking guy, the the basketball. That's Liz Kelly. Oh, that's Liz Kelly? Or somebody, I think it's that. Okay, yeah. it's, it's Magic Johnson yeah. playoff. Yeah. And never showed his face and just yeah. swing his basketball. Yeah. Exactly. I hate it, Penny Pratt. <laughs> um, they, I, yeah, I, I know I mentioned that. it whenever I was looking that up, so I spaced out. But I saw, I obviously, I heard what you said about She-Hulk. I didn't even see you talk about Moon Knight. I turned that out. Mm-hmm. Moon Knight looks so good. Yeah, Moon Knight looks good. I, I'm sorry I to, bring to it mention, back, too, um, they're doing Spider-Man freshman year. Yeah. So the origin story for Peter Parker. I mean, I think it's going to be animated. That's why I don't care about it. Yeah, but I don't know. I'll give it a shot. Yeah. I'll watch it when I mean, it comes I'll definitely out. watch it. Yeah, I just, yeah. I, I'm not excited about it. It's something that, like... It, I just it needs if, me to. It needs to get good. The thing is, like, you can't really introduce supervillains yet for this show. Yeah, you know what I mean. So, like, how good can it really be? Yeah, you know. But um, outside of Disney and Marvel, though, they dropped a couple of other trailers. Uh, Halo dropped their live action teaser trailer. I saw that. Actually. Looks kind of cool. Looks not bad. Looks like kind of cool. I think we definitely need to see more footage for it, but. And video game like shows and movies never really do that well, so it's kind of like red flags already. I, I like Halo. I never mm-hmm. I wasn't a huge Halo stan, mm-hmm. but on Twitter a lot of, I saw a lot of Halo stands being okay with this. Yeah, yeah. so I, that makes me think okay because I thought it was cool. Yeah, but I looked towards like Halo fans more, mm-hmm. and they all liked it. So I think, okay, it's pretty cool. And then they dropped the trailer for the Pam and Tommy. Uh, yeah. Um, biopic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like a biopic. Yeah. Um, they makeup department or whatever the fuck they did for the casting these two look incredible yeah. in terms of like looking like pam and tommy lee mm-hmm. like sebastian stan i think he's gonna have a great time doing this he's gonna have a great uh portrayal of tommy lee and what's her name lily james lily james i think she's gonna do great too mm-hmm. um it looks like the show might revolve around like seth rogan and nick offerman's character the mm-hmm. people who actually like discover the sex tape and, like, are debated to release it and shit like that. And then we get cut off to, like, what Pam and Tommy are doing in the situation and how they react. That's not very cool. It, it's, it looks kind of good. It looks kind of good. Um, and the last thing I had, well, two things I had. One, uh, Big Mouth Season 5 dropped and I watched it. Mm-hmm. I think you'd like it more than last season. Okay. It wasn't as much like, oh, my God, these guys got to chill out for a second. But it, it was pretty funny. It was pretty funny. Yeah, I, I like the show. I just think it's a little much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then um, I, with Big Mouth, I pretty much just take one day. I watch it all. I get really hot for it. And I just sit back and relax. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the last thing I had was How I Met Your Father is coming in January. <laughs> you can even show. like watch an episode. I I need people to tell me what's really good. <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's take it over to music then. First up. Guys, grapes. All too well. You're ridiculous. Okay, so hear me. All right, so I was, I list, I, I tried to like understand as much as I could about this whole thing. Taylor Swift re-released her red album as she's been doing with all of her other projects, and she also throws like the bonus tracks in. Mm-hmm. That's fine by me. Do your thing. She needs to make her money. Slay Queen. Do your thing. Um, then she re- releases the ten-minute version of All Too Well. Which essentially was a, I don't know what to call it, so I'll just say this track on Jake Gyllenhaal. Um, they dated for three months, ten years ago. And there's rumors that he took her virginity, which I think that's a cap. 
I think she's probably lost it before then, but she was like 20 or 21 at the time. She was 20 because in the song she says on my 21st birthday, yeah. it's already over. Yeah, yeah, just turned 21 or something like that. Um, I don't see that as a cap. I don't know, man. I don't see that as a cap. Maybe, maybe, but it's still. Scumbag. And But like, here's the thing. It was 10 years ago. And, like, what is Jake Gyllenhaal, like, done? I need clarification as to why. Like, did Jake Gyllenhaal do something in the last, like, three or four months that you're just like, nah, fuck you. Like, I'm dropping all this shit now. I mean, I, it doesn't, she didn't have to have written this the last three or four months. She could have read it, wrote it, and then just cut it all down for all too well in the song. And then it's like, oh, yeah, by the way, I have a ten-minute version of this song. And then she drops a short film on YouTube. <laughs> Okay, yeah. <laughs> With the guy that looks exactly like Jake Gyllenhaal. It's Dylan O'Brien, bud. He kind of looks no, exactly... not at all. He kind of does, though. Like, Dylan a younger O'Brien, Jake Gyllenhaal. Dylan O'Brien of, uh, what's it called? Teen Wolf fan? Yeah, yeah, like a know. younger Jake Gyllenhaal. I can see it. It's clearly... And then, obviously, the girl from Stranger Things was Taylor Swift, because they had the whole thing. Looks nothing like that. In the video, Hall. dude. I'm not saying, like, in real life. He said, all, he did, all he did is have a beard. Yeah, and the shorter hair and the fucking... And Jake Gyllenhaal back, back then didn't have a beard. I don't know. I, all I'm saying is I th- I don't think that she was like been stewing on this for 10 years. I kind of think she was. I don't think she was at all. I, I don't know. It, just, it seems like it was just like, all right, like, give the guy a break. Like, you dated for three months. Did you expect like you are going to marry this guy? Like some guy who's been a celebrity his whole life? Once again, I think she wrote this right around... We're in Red Drop, which is probably a, like a couple years after. See, I think she was making, she was she was obviously like re-releasing everything, and she was like came to this album. She's like, this one pisses me off. I'm gonna add some shit to it. That's what I think. I think you're wrong. And then it just turned into a fucking 14 minute short film, 10 minute song. Like the song's a bop. Like I'm not denying that, but it's just like, and then like the entire fandom of Taylor Swift is just like fuck Jake Gyllenhaal and all this shit well I disagree with that I don't think yeah, he should be doing that and it's just like yeah like cut the guy a break I think, I think the song was always about him I think she made the 10 minute version cut it down for the album originally I guess and she's just using her artistic ability to like make a short film with the song because she's releasing the full thing like I, I don't think she's over here stewing about Jake Gyllenhaal t- like 15 years later I think she might have been but like I said before she's at that point in her career like Bieber Kanye they can do whatever the fuck they want and you can't really bash him. But I feel like low-key she might have been stewing over this for years. Added a bunch of shit to it. And now got her entire like cult fandom against Jake Gyllenhaal. You know, she, she's like, fuck Jake Gyllenhaal. She literally wrote red right, right around the time. They're like, a they're, year after this. They're so. like, they're like the scarf's still at his house and shit like that. No, I think the fans like, are making it. Like I think he the dropped fans... her hand. I'm like, what? <laughs> the fans are... The fans are thinking of what you think Taylor Swift's thinking. I don't think Taylor Swift's thinking of this. Did I you know. watch the short film? Yes. Okay. I know what I know what you're trying to say. I'm know. just saying I think it's more reasonable that the album that was written like a year or two after this happened is was referencing this Jake Jonah thing and not, hey, fast forward ten years and she's still stewing about this. Like I think she just like released that because that's like the full version. And then, and then he, okay, and then let's make it cool and have a super long, like, artistic, like, short film. I just want answers. Okay. I just want answers. <laughs> but on a positive note, Bruno Mars finally dropped that Bop album. Yeah, it's great. With Silk Sonic and Anderson Pac, and it's fucking amazing. By the way, Josh Rosen's in Easter Pick 6. 
nothing. The, the game oh. was out of hand, so they put Josh Rosen in, and he threw a pick six to a linebacker. Oh, it's so bad. It's so bad. Oh, Van Noy. Yeah. Oh, man, dude. Like, he just came in. This is his, he threw one pass before. <laughs> the one pass before this was way over the receiver's head. Okay, it's two passes. Okay, not at least. Oh, no, the first first down over the receiver's <laughs> head out of bounds, nowhere close to being on the mark. Second down, pick six. All right. Um, so, anyways, uh, for the mu- new music, though, let me get that pulled up. New releases. So, yeah, this the what's it called? An Evening with Silk Sonic is the album yeah. title. And you obviously got Leave the Door Open, um, Smoke Out the Window, Skate, but like put a, put on a smile. Seven 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 is absolute bomb. Seven 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 jam of the week. Seven 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 is my favorite. Yeah, yeah, like everything's great on this album. Definitely check that out. But with that, let's take it over to the rest of the jams of the week. Um, I'm gonna have a lot here, so. But we're on like hour like three and a half right now. I, we got we got to rush through this. I know. So I got my three that I know you're gonna choose from. I'll go through these quick though. Young right now, Robin Schultz, Dennis Lloyd is one of them for EDM song of the week. Robin Schultz doing his thing. Mm-hmm. Gotta love it. I'm listening. Yeah, I got you. Then next up, Sunshine by One Republic. I'm not big on One Republic, but I fuck with this song. Just good vibes, like he says. Like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'm not big on One Republic, but this this just gets me. Then, uh, Let You by Ian Dior. Ian Dior has been killing it. Gotta love the guy. Um, then from the Taylor Swift album, I mean, I got all too well in here. Mm -hmm. I mean, people are just gonna listen to that all the time. Um, then you got, the other one I really like from the newer releases, Message in a Bottle. Did you hear this one? Uh, yeah, it's, it's a bop. I, th- I think this one is like the one from the album that I'm like, nice. And then uh, I got Already Dead by Juice World. Just, you know, give, give it to Juice World. Another touchdown for the Pats. Hunter Henry? Another pick six. Is this a not Rosen? Wait, wait, T.O. Did they really bring in the third string quarterback? Oh, he's down. It's not fake six. Okay. <laughs> I was like, did they bring in the third string quarterback and he threw a pick six? Yeah, it was, it was just a regular <laughs> pick. Cage got him. Um, anyways, next up. This one, I don't know how I feel about it, but I love the sample. Batman by Polo G. That's nice. Yeah. Like, I'm not big on Polo but I love the sample, and I, I feel like that influences my decision here. I don't know. I don't know. You, you decide. No, I like it. I like it. And then I got Jam of the Week options here. All right, first up, Bite Me by Avril Lavigne, and I think Travis Barker helps out. 
pretty good. Fuck with it. Avril Lavigne's back. Mm-hmm. Then uh, I got Cool Kids Here by Justice Bennett's. Um, this is a song that I had too. That if you missed it, yeah, <laughs> I did, I, 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 it's so good. It's such a good song. And like, if it wasn't for the jam of the week, yeah, this would be it. Absolutely. But here's your jam of the week. I already know you're gonna say it. Seven, yeah, seven, it seven. Is. Seven seven seven, Bruno Mars, Anderson Pock, and Silk Sonic, your jam of the week. But with that, tangent day is over. Take it away, Ryan. Like a four on one, <laughs> uh I'm just gonna stick I've got right to it. Uh, <laughs> two days on a week. Baby mama legs look like a parenthesis bowling. No my heart cold minus ten degrees. Cold, let's go. True. Alright, see you guys. Peace out. In case you couldn't tell. I guess I'm doing well This is just part of our survival She said that I don't care As she swept back her hair I guess this isn't our revival The ocean view gets me every time I know I'm out of line But I know that it gets better Come on, show me a sign As we're dancing here In the perfect silent weather Dance all night to the beep, beep, beep Feeling the sand on your feet, feet, feet When the sun rises, take a seat, seat, seat Only then will you know what I mean Baby, you're messing up my phrasing It's questions that you're raising Just know you really drive me fucking crazy And even though I like your state of mind Right, girl, wrong time Stones throw the things you learn are always showing. Oh, baby, I think I know why you aren't left behind. These things are contradicting. I know somewhere that I will pass you by with a sunset in the sky. Do you know what I'm saying? Dance all night to the beep, beep, beep. Feeling the sand on your feet, feet, feet. When the sun rises, take a seat, seat, seat.